Welcome back, Dungeoneer. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're watching Dice & Dungeons, and we're here at the table with our players. I am David Wong. I'm playing Nines, the Tabaxi Bard. I'm Nicole Bates. I'm playing Sordia Ansul, the Changeling Druid. And I'm Greg, and I'm playing Ulseth Ralph, the Furbog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. Um, it's kind of a sorrowful show this week. It's the first episode that we've done since uh, Dromar and uh, David Schultz had to leave. Miss you a lot and uh, wish you were here right now. Um, but we do have a couple of announcements to get to, so take it away, Nicole. Tune in next week, and we will be doing our first giveaway for this absolutely gorgeous dice box. And if you tune in, we will tell you what you must do to win this vice dice box. <laughs> the spice tray. Vice box. Ship it. <laughs> our bison box. <laughs> That's right, folks. Tune in for next week's stream, and we'll tell you what you need to do to get entered into the uh, giveaway for that dice box. Um, the vice box? The vice box. Aha. The vice box sounds like a Star Wars like species mm -hmm. you know i got a shipment full of vice docks in the back <laughs> sounds mm. like something that will kill like eight people on a ship or it's Good like a I background character that in the cantina the... yeah <laughs> vice docks yeah i'm glad i practiced that before the show so i could get it right <laughs> we did that's the sad part so oh. first try and of course I want to thank our continuing sponsor, Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa, that takes online orders for all your tabletop role-playing game needs. Perhaps you're looking for some cool new miniatures uh, to kill all your players with in your next battle. Or maybe you're even looking for a new role-playing game to try. A couple months back, we actually picked up uh, Topical here, the Star Wars, uh, what it, the Rebels one, yeah. and have tried that out. Pretty darn interesting. A whole separate like dice set and kind of a combination of D&D uh, &D and Shadowrun and this kind of rolling methods. <laughs> and we have been graced by the Tabaxi God. The so that's a good sign for today. Buy from Geekified. Um, no matter what you're looking for, Geekified has you covered. So if you use the link geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons, which will be posted in our chat and in YouTube and podcast descriptions. That will get you 5% off your first order, and buying things through that link helps support the show. So it's a great way to entertain yourself with something new or even brighten a friend's day. Thank you again to Geekified for all their support, and thank you to anyone who goes and checks them out and buys something through the link. And that's the end of our sponsors this week. Um, and apparently the Tabaxi God has decided it is as well. So, Dungeoneers, let's roll.
welcome back, Dungeoneers. And back again. Uh, on last week's Dice and Dungeons episode, we ended on a very tearful note. Dromar was captured by the Royal Guard of Glindring and taken away to be tried for the burglary he committed and presumably keep the royal secrets that he discovered from getting out. If you haven't watched the episode, I encourage you to do so. And uh, don't worry, I'll wait. Really? This is a good episode. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is a great way to fill a few hours just waiting for them to watch. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode is last week's episode. Um, we rejoin our heroes moments after Dromar's capture, still deep in the woods north of the city of Nordfeld. A dispatch of royal guards having stayed behind to escort the remaining party members back to the city. Well, that sucked. Yeah, but he left some good loot. <laughs> so that is that is how you would look at the situation, isn't it? So enjoy your butthole cut, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, you who are guards, what is to become of us? We are under orders from our captain to take you back. Take us back to Northfeld? That's as far as we go. <clears throat> the guards before you are a mix of different species. The one that you happen to be talking with is actually a dragonkin. Stands about equal to your height, Seth. So you are finding yourself in the unusual position of uh, talking eye to eye with someone. <clears throat> Well then, if we must return, let us be on our way. I see there is nothing more for us here. No, well, I it don't. It should be about 50,000 gold for us here. 50,000. Oh. oh, nine. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of gold. <clears throat> uh, well, you do know who, you know, betrayed you guys, and thus who might have 50,000 gold. As a reminder to everybody. Yeah, that Ludorf is the one who yes. ratted you out. You know, guards, do you know a man Ludorf here in Nordfell? The three guards that remain are kind of looking at each other. And then uh, one of them, who's a dwarf, speaks up. I, I know him. Is he the one who told you where Dromar was? Oh, I, I wouldn't know that. Uh, I got no idea whether he he's the one who gave us the information or not. They don't tell us uh, anything other than where to go. Well, that's very fancy for an armor you have from the looks of it. Is that correct? Ah. Uh, last knows a good set of armor when she sees one, huh? I, I mean, it's hard to miss that armor. I, uh, that's true. He seems to be a bit, you know, proud of it. Are you aware that Ludorf has illicit Ferventech stashed away? This seems to catch all of their attention. They all kind of turn and look. <laughs> the dragonkin who had spoken previously, illicit. 
Oh yeah. Some really dangerous stuff from my understanding. I mean, I don't know much about Ferventec, but really powerful sort of spheres and crystals and things like that. He has a drive engine. Yeah, he's marked it with his own sigil. That's how proud he is of it. Hmm. They kind of like quietly start talking <laughs> amongst themselves for a minute. This is That's all our walking. Friend, you know. <laughs> for no, that was an hour ago. That was hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, imagine we're walking back. We're not riding on the back of a dragon or something. Thank you for the information. Of course, we shall consult with the local Bourbon Guard and see if they are aware of it. And, I mean, he's been a big underworld criminal here for some time, so I'm sure he has a lot more mundane charges attached to him as well. But he hides out in the back of the festival chorus most of the time, but he has an escape tunnel that comes out (laughs) at a derelict house near the sewer exit 682765. You, you are just, like, fucking him over. It's great. (laughs) Um... If he has anything, they are definitely going to be looking at it now. And there's a uh, secret uh, stash room behind a panel wall on the right side of his office, if you're facing the desk. The third guard, who's actually a female drow, looks at the other two, looks at you, and says... That's interesting. We shall get closer look. If there's any reward for information, you can find us at the company of Blade's house. If it comes up with anything. Hmm. We shall perhaps investigate. And if it bears fruit, you shall be justly compensated for the information. The Glintrangian royal... God, do not take this at Ferventech very kind. Well, just trying to get one more criminal off the streets. Yes, of course. Um, Don't tell them that we have like three more of those ones. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that part. That was uh, good of you to pass on that information. Yeah, I figure, you know, he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Also, he'd probably try to kill us later. Probably. He'll he'll know that I actively charmed him. <laughs> and took a thousand gold. Yeah. I'm sorry, Hunter Platinum. <laughs> a little easier to carry. Do you all uh, want to get heading back? Uh, yeah, I thought we were walking while we did this. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> You hadn't specified that that's what you're going to be doing? Well, there's three guards and they're wearing Iron Man armor. Can they just carry us on their back? No. I think you can. (laughs) Can can I ride on your back? (laughs) Dragon can just look at you like... No. No. (laughs) The dragon can has an allergy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (sighs) Can I give him, like, some kitten eyes? Mm-hmm. Why don't you roll a persuasion check? <laughs> let's, let's see how this turns out. 
uh, awful. It's just an eight. It's more of a glare. You, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mostly look a little. I don't know. Uh, like your, you look like you're making some sort of pucker face at him, and he just doesn't have any idea what you're doing. I cough up a hairball at, while I'm doing that. Let's uh, throw some flavor in there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, that doesn't usually happen. On you. More than once a day. <laughs> this time. That's not even my hair. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <sighs> All right. I don't... Shall we just... I don't know if we have anything else to talk. Do we have anything else to ask these guards? I sold out Ludorf hard. You did. Yes. <laughs> you did. I have nothing to say to these guards. Since they won't care of me, I'm upset about them, so. All right. All right. So. I walk back in sullen silence. The walk is, well... A bit more than a day's walk since you guys had made it two overnights deep into the forest. Yeah. And even though you're taking a more direct route back, it still is going to take you an overnight. They don't seem to be super familiar with the terrain, but you know they know how to get back to town well enough. And when you set up camp for the night, they take a couple of devices that look to be some sort of arcane crystal and just stake them out around where y'all are sleeping what are those early warning oh like if something goes over them they'll make a noise i think it's near to the camp they will yep are they expensive <laughs> oh Oh, they like just issued to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. we uh, check what we need and they move in. Do they each work individually or are they a set? Oh, they work individually. <laughs> he said early warning. Perhaps it is like one of those alarm clocks. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. The royal guards they they're taking out you know tents and bedrolls and things yeah. that are much nicer than whatever you guys have i have a pretty nice tent <laughs> but it's probably not as nice but i figure why don't we set up camp a little ways away from them we don't i don't know if we wanna like I'm pretty sure they could kill us whenever they want if they wanted to kill us well i know but just so we are able to talk Oh, about our criminal friend. <clears throat> about our criminal friend who's gone. I want, I want to test this early warning thing. So Olseth is going to pick up uh, a branch. Can I find a branch that's maybe like six or seven? Why don't you just use one of the ones on. you're carrying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's... <clears throat> yeah, you look around uh, anywhere. You're in the middle of the woods. It's yes. pretty easy to find a branch. Okay. So I take this branch and I... Uh, like wave it between two of these things, these crystalline things. The female guard just kind of watching you curiously. 
What are you doing? I am poking it with a stick. <laughs> yes, but why? I want to see if it will warn me. Warn you of what? Early. <laughs> Let me poke How? it with a stick. Nothing is, is anything happening? <laughs> no, nothing seems to be happening. It's probably keyed for things coming towards us from the outside. So we could just leave. I mean, yeah, they're, they're just here to walk us back. We don't have mm -hmm. to walk with them, I don't think. Okay. Are they feeding us? Uh, do you want to ask them? I will, I will cook are, everyone are a nice... Are something good? <laughs> I'll cook everyone a nice meal. Okay. What do you want to use? I have potatoes and mushrooms. Oregano? Oregano. You famously have oregano. I'll see what they have and maybe work with that a little. Okay. They mostly have, you know, a couple of... You know, they're pretty nice rations, but they're ration containers. They're more equivalent to, like, an MRE okay. than something like hardtack or just beef jerky. I'll look around and see if there's anything growing in the nearby region to cook. Uh, sure. Make a... Survival. Make a survival check. Yes. Okay. Guidance. Um, 22. Yeah. You're able to find a couple of things in the region. You've, uh... You come across, like, a particularly well-seeded pine tree that's got a whole bunch of pine nuts that you can pick up. And you also find some other sorts of mushrooms and fungi that are all edible. And you've got a nice, like, um, two hands full worth of different forest proteins. Okay. I'll make fried mushrooms and hash browns, then. Okay. Um, With oregano. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you roll a cooking check and let's see how this goes. Do I uh, add a what 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 ability modifier is that? We'll say wisdom for you. Yeah. Since you're much more feeling how you cook. Okay. And I'll get myself guidance. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled a natural one, but <laughs> but. <laughs> With guidance, that's five, ten, twelve total. It's not the best meal that you've prepared, but it's certainly not bad. And your companions seem to be happy to have something slightly better than whatever the Glendrangian equivalent of an MRE is. Now when I'm done, I'll go flame off with my frying pan. Okay. I, I just like blame on. I, I like saying it. <laughs> It'll just look like you're trying to keep it secret no. from them. I just whisper it to it. That was a very good meal, Zoria. Thank you. Well, that's what I had. I'm glad there were no bugs in it. There were bugs in it. No, there were not. <laughs> there was a lot of <laughs> potato bugs. There were bugs in it. No, there weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys want to set up camp a little bit of ways? Yeah. Yes. You said? Yep. Yeah, I figure we'll have a little privacy. Downwind, or so that they can't hear when us. When we want to be upwind? No, because then the sound will be Would you like us know? to set up 
uh, the alarm system warns you all. Um, sure. As long as it's not full of spyware. <laughs> or spiders. Spiders? You know, divination magic to spy on us. Not that we're aware of. Oh, okay. When something comes close that aims to harm us, it tells us what it is, and it sends off a large sound. Oh, that's really convenient. Wait, it actually tells you what is coming up? The person who placed it, it identifies what is coming and then screams. Do you have any, like... <laughs> like... <laughs> like... <laughs> like... Hey, we're rad! A bit... <laughs> it's very high-pitched and loud. It, do you have any extras? Uh, we carry quite a few. Why? Oh, I just thought they'd be really useful. Are they one use only, or are they reusable? No, they are reusable. We can take them with us. Huh. It, they would not be the best item to uh, have just a single use of. They are meant to set up a perimeter on us. To keep us safe while we what's, what's the area of like effect on them? About... 530 feet? Mm. Yeah, any you'd like to give us? Like six? I do not. Oh. They are issued to us. Mm. We must I return see. all that we did. It's all cataloged. So there's like a deposit? Uh, in a manner of speaking, if they are damaged by our activities, any that are misplaced, we must pay for. And how much, how much is that? How much do you have to pay? Never lost one. I don't know. Hmm. What does the dwarf have to say? He probably <laughs> lost one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I lost a couple in my day. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, last time I lost one of these, oh, about 10 years ago. Oh, week's pay. Steep. How much was that? Like 30 silver for you? No, we get uh, paid pretty handsomely. Hmm. Yeah, it was about 10 gold. 10 gold. Uh, they want to make sure like that the royal thousand of a drawbar is, <laughs> is not easily bought off. So if they were to lose some, but found 15 gold each, you know. I think that would work. Do we want any, even? Six, yes. Are you paying for <laughs> it? Mm. Are, are, you, are you openly discussing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we can't sell them. You're not selling them. You're, You're losing, losing them. them. <laughs> <laughs> But we did not lose them. Oh, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Wait, are you like winking at him while you do this? Because, oh, you will could also be a threat. <laughs> I'm going to like, guide him. <laughs> um, well, then. I don't think we're getting six. <laughs> 
I I don't see that we will. I mm. we're very good at keeping track of these things. <laughs> so, the, the dwarf is just like. <laughs> ah, and, so you are able to count. Do you count in ranges, such as Zoria does? That you have somewhere between two and two million of these? I think you're the, talking the to the person for this operation. is just looking at you all like... <laughs> just kind of standing off to the side, shaking his head. Just, no. No. Are these, like, things that we could buy at a magic shop somewhere? Are you asking them or are you asking me? I'm asking them. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We're trying to look at our own for anything like that. All right. Well, with that persuasion check, I don't think we're going to get anywhere with no. this. So <laughs> let's camp for you want, They do. Do you want me to try to persuade them? <laughs> yes. That doesn't seem like the natural choice. <laughs> you want 15 gold? I mean, you know, an extra week's pay is always pretty nice. I'll trade you that for one of those alarms. Yeah, roll a persuasion check. It does seem yeah, the 20. most. <laughs> Wait, did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a total of 26, unless you want to give me a guidance. I thought Jomar was uh, gone. You can't give guidance after the roll. No, I can't. Um, <clears throat> but yes, 26 then. Oh, you would. Uh, I'm uh, a bit forgetful. Might leave one up uh, by your camp. Well, that'd be terrible. It'd be very forgetful of you. In I fact, feel... I might just leave like 15 gold outside of my tent, which is very irresponsible. That's totally not on par for me. And if, you know, you hit it. If it was hidden somewhere by somebody inside of a personal bag or something like that, I, I don't think we would check. Mm -hmm. well, it's so weird that we're just leaving these things around, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we're very forgetful. It's so forgetful. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go over here and count my money. Make sure I have it all. <laughs> by this log <laughs> with this hole in it. <laughs> that says money here. <laughs> Just take a knife out. <laughs> and you carve it into the log in the hole. Well, you you just managed to get military hardware. <laughs> get, really, right get one piece of military hardware. So, uh, after the night is over, assuming nothing happens to it, you can um... Oh. Well, I will. I'll add it to your inventory later. It's a custom item. Okay, I have already removed the gold as I put it in a bag, and just forgot that I left it in the log. <laughs> I'm gonna. Huh. He's pretty stealthy, apparently. So you have paid off the guard, and you'll be able to pick one of these up in the morning. In the morning. Ah. <laughs> uh, well done. You basically have, uh, you know, a detection spell on a stick. <laughs> so, uh, nice job. I did not expect you to yeah, do that. Guys. It's Almost like everything a, is better on a stick. basically operate like the alarm spell. 
Yeah, it's, also, essentially, it's essentially the alarm spell. Nice. It's yes, nine, a little, little extra stick. flare. Yes. Whoever plants it. When we get back to Northfeld, let us see if they have such a thing. Uh, but whoever plants it, uh, they'll get a bit of, they'll know what is coming. They'll find out what, what species it is that's uh, coming. So if it's like a dwarf or a dragonkin or a wolf, Okay. Or a kobold, you know, they'll they'll know that, mm -hmm. and it will send out an audible scream in the area to everyone, to everyone, including the thing that's coming. Yeah, I mean, it's just a like loud scream. Can you turn that part off? <laughs> um, or or change the sound? It, no, it, it's meant. To, this is basically it's designed for military application rather than being sneaky in a dungeon or something application. So you can't turn any part of this off. Once it's planted, it's functioning like that. It does have something like it can only be used once per long rest or something. Uh, or is it just any time? It's basically when it's down, when it's been planted, planted in the ground. it works. So through, you know, magic. We'll have so to you test just, it. You know ground that it's planted. But you can't, you can't just hold on to it, and it's like we're well, like a mobile alarm when spell. We, That's not how it works. When what we if, get what if I stab it in someone? I use it as a weapon. I mean, something I'll scream. Like, <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could use it as that. I don't know why. Well, you when we when we get to our camp and be like, I am curious about testing. Like, if I turn into a kobold, will it say a kobold's coming, or will it say a changeling's coming? But it only sounds if it's a threat. Well, I'll be threatening. <laughs> I'll plan. I'll be thinking about stealing fritters. Oh, yeah, that's pretty threatening. Yeah, it's like you want to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or desecrating wow, pretzels. Good job, nines. Yes. Yes, I got Screamy Stick. <laughs> is that what it's called? That's, yes. Now that's it what is. I'm calling it. <laughs> That's what it's going to be called forever now, apparently. <laughs> Anything else that you want to try to bribe out of the guards tonight? How much for the hour? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to get that out of them. I got and platinum. <laughs> can we at least wear their helmets? <laughs> you can ask. The dwarf, can I wear your helmet for a second? Mm, make a persuasion check. Doesn't like shoot lasers or breathe fire or anything. <laughs> Did you really? No, you didn't. No, no. Did you roll that twenty? Yes, I did. I'm the most worthless checks I'll do all day. Okay, new Dromar. <laughs> did, did, did David Schultz leave you his dice? His dice, dice. His dice tray that we're giving away? Yes. No. His, his, yeah, uh, tune in next week. His, his definitely, that was a nat 20 roll. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that mm -hmm. that's how it goes. So, um, the dwarf looks to you. Ew. I don't want and tosses you well, his helmet that he'd already taken off as they're, you know, <laughs> sitting down to rest. And now you're holding his helmet. Does this dwarf have a beard? 
Yeah, why? Uh, I was just curious, is it like a, you said they were like full face helmets. Did his beard go inside it or was it like sticking out somewhere? No, it's, it sticks out. Okay. Yeah. It, the helmet is crafted presumably for him, like most armor would be. And it's got a nice, it, it basically comes down a little bit and like protects him here uh-huh. and goes a little further than the other masks. Okay. And then it has a hole for To protect beard. the beard. I, I was just mm-hmm. curious. Yes. All right, see if you can shoot lasers or something with it. I'll absolutely put my head in it. Just just put it right on. Um, So as you slide it over your head, the shielding kind of goes and closes around your face. And you can see, even though the eyes are from the outside, it looks like a solid piece of metallic um, material. You don't know what it is. You haven't seen anything that looks like this before. On the inside, you can see clearly through it. There's a little bit of, like, uh, looking through some, like, a dirty glass window. Like, it needs a cleaning almost. This little haze. But you can see very clearly through it without any difficulty. And it's a little, you know, not perfectly sized for you. It's kind of loose. Nothing I wear is. <laughs> yeah, nothing you wear is. So the helmet's a little bit loose on your head, uh, but, you know, it's pretty fun to wear. It has padding on the inside, which is, you know, fairly unusual and certainly a luxury. Ask Jarvis to arm the missiles. Jarvis, activate the missiles. <laughs> what are you talking to? Oh, I guess there's, oh, no, the helmet. there's not cool. a ghost living inside your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they get the si- the uh, screamy stick to work? No, no. Much. <laughs> it's souls. <laughs> Definitely souls. Absolutely. Nines. That helmet yes. is very becoming. If it were painted blue, it would match the rest of your clothes. It needs ear holes, though. <laughs> I think ear holes would ruin structural stability, but it would look so cool. <laughs> Beard holes are fine, apparently. So why not ear holes? Yeah. Well, I need one of these. I feel so safe. Are you letting them screw around in your armor again? <laughs> I, you know, they love it. Everyone loves putting on them helmets. Can you, like, run into a tree without hurting yourself with this thing on? I mean, like, you still run into a tree. Like, that hasn't changed. You, you, you run into a tree, you just don't get, I don't know, quite as beat up? It's not really meant for tree running. <laughs> so you don't have anything if I wanted to run into a tree? No. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, is there anything else that is interesting about this helmet? Yeah, what other shiny things do they have? <laughs> um, like, can I... They have some interesting-looking weapons that resemble, to a degree, Soloth's sword that you've seen before. Uh, of course, the armor, which they basically step out of. It sort of, like, collapses back and then leaves this shell behind them, and they can just kind of step out of it. 
What do, what do they wear under? Are they in their staying in their armor though? No. Oh. Well, what do they wear underneath, like regular clothes? It looks like they've got some sort of standard issue. Um, you might call them like a flight suit sort of thing. It's basically like a whole jumper. They have a onesie. Yeah, they're kind of wearing a, a onesie that looks to be padded <laughs> and made of a material that helps them to uh, stay cool. Toria, Toria. Yeah. Why, why are we so interested in their clothing? Because it's like, it's weird armor stuff that I've never seen before. I think it is a bit weird to worry about what it is they wear under. Well, they're, they're just standing right there. I didn't actually ask this look. It was me literally just seeing them walk out of the armor. I didn't actually also, say like anything Also, you were like hitting their tech with a stick earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was poking it. <laughs> he was they're doing basically science. babysitting like six-year-olds right now. <laughs> That's dandy. Six-year-old with a screamy stick. Six-year-old murder hobos. That describes his typical D. All right, well, that's... Nines, does that helmet help you do anything special? Can you see in the dark or hear things you could not hear before? translate everything you say into every language? I don't know if it does other languages, hmm. but I can see things clearly. Do I see anything that uh, I they wouldn't be able to see? I guess a... I have dark vision, they don't, but... Yeah, you don't... I mean, you're not, like, seeing some sort of different spectral uh, feed coming through. Like, it's not translating infrared or ultraviolet into something that we can see. It's not It's not doing anything like that. It seems to just be a very well-made helmet that's easy to take on and off. Um, it feels lighter than steel and feels a bit stiffer than some pieces of like plate armor that you've seen. So I'm, I'm going to say something to Nines in my uh, Urban Wilds uh, clan's Sylvan dialect. That's a, the language I learned with growing up. Yeah. So I'll say that to, to Nines to see if the, the helmet translates it. What do you want to say? Can you uh, understand what I'm saying? Bali. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if it translates everything, it'll well, translate it. Well, I want to see it. if it translates to Sylvan. It, nines on the other end. You hear a language that you don't understand. Doesn't seem to be translating anything. It translates languages you don't understand into other languages you don't, <laughs> you don't understand. understand. <laughs> that is a very useful thing. It sounds like French. <laughs> I just nod my head. <laughs> I take it off because it's making my ears sweaty. Probably has it is a little cramped on your too. ears. You know, they're getting pressed down right now. You like that? They're pretty yeah, cool, they, aren't they? This is cool. Yep. But I think you won't let me try the other part. No, I can't do that. Yeah, can I let you try out that armor? Are you sure? <laughs> the dragon kin looks over and says, <laughs> yes, he's sure. <laughs> uh... 
I'll be camp for the night. I think your suit would be too small for me anyway. Mm -hmm. Yes, let us camp for <laughs> yeah, the night. Uh, the, the like neckline would probably come up to about chest height for you. <laughs> but it would be really funny if I did that. And you would <laughs> think it is really funny. That's probably true. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. Well, it's true it'd be funny, but... Uh... <sighs> the dragonkin seems to lack some humor about him. <laughs> the uh, He's got to kill me later in the campaign. The drow soldier, she's just apparently nodded off to sleep. The dwarf is sitting there and just sort of, you know, stirring the coals of the fire. What's it like serving under a dragon as your commander, your leader, your captain? Your captain. He is our captain. It's usual. Most of the uh, leaders of the royal guard are dragons. Oh, really? You don't know the close ties that the royal family has with, well, my brood? No, they I'm, grew no. up in swamp. They don't know much of anything. <laughs> from it was not a swamp. It was it, a it, woodland. Uh, I was sort of in a swamp. It was oh. more of a marsh. You are some you of our lost. Maybe a fin. <laughs> Your lost children. That's what the Glendrangian royal family calls all the denizens the fervent wild. Well, that seems a little mm. pedantic, don't you think? It's not my place to judge. They once controlled most of the Fervin Wilds. Built cities, roads, grand trade centers. Well, my people were there before any of that. Who are your people? I'm surprised most elves come from Kosteria. <laughs> I think technically I'm still Maggie right are now. You, are you Maggie? <laughs> I don't think I've changed from okay. Maggie. So... Maggie's human. Uh -huh. Um. Oh, I wasn't aware. What? Uh, where do you come from? Oh, just a small clan in the north. Hmm. And I'm guessing you come from rather far north. Then, if you were there before, well, the former. Marian Empire had expanded out there. Well, yes. Near the near where the permafrost starts. Very far north, then. Hmm. Surprised that you're this far south from there. Uh, I have my reasons. It's warmer. No, I'm the reason. <laughs> I actually really don't like how muggy it is down here. <laughs> Everyone else is just like muggy. <laughs> it's yes. just like a combination of mud and fog. <laughs> Was that uh, tongue you were speaking? It sounds like some of the languages I've heard from the wild. Yes, it is the, the language that my clan had used. Um, I am from the Fervent Wilds as well. I have lived um, in my village, which is, uh, I believe, on the far east side near what is called Costeria. Hmm. Not in Costeria, but on that 
part of the Fervent Wilds closest to it. Then the two of you have traveled quite far. Uh, based on your accent, I'm guessing that you, now turning to nines, uh, you must be from, oh, somewhere around Tabaxavoy. Wow, that's great detective work you did there. <laughs> oh, I was right from Tabaxavoy. It's just like... <laughs> He's the charismatic one of our crowd. I'm so charming! He is. He is able to persuade people in a way that I could not even imagine. Yeah. He's so distracting. He never gave the helmet back and no one's asked. <laughs> I mean, he did say he took it off. Yeah, yeah. but he didn't say he returned it. <laughs> I assume. As you see me just shoving it into a tree. <laughs> so what brings you all into the company of a criminal? Especially one that we would pursue. We are co-workers on the company of Blades. Usually the company of Blades is a bit more discerning in their hiring practices. We were frequently asked by name. Hmm. Yeah. Every single job we've ever done was personally requested us. Probably. How many jobs have you done for the company? Oh, we're on our second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that would be all. Two for two, baby. Hey, you guys are batting a thousand. <laughs> Not I that I have any idea what that means. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds good, though. I can't argue with you there. I'm just surprised that the company took in someone with such a famous criminal record. I don't think it was divulged to any of us. Bell. The only famous thing he talked about was being some sort of strut champion. Unfortunately for him, that is how we were able to identify him so quickly. Oh, other bragging constantly. No. Who knew strutting would bring so much attention to someone? <laughs> yes. That strutting. certainly is not the purpose of a strut. Being a strutting <laughs> champion. He was recognized by some of the guards that saw him that evening. We knew who we were looking for. We just didn't know where he'd gone for a while. Well, it was a great shock to us to learn about what happened, but he's still our friend. Truth be told, he doesn't seem to be all that bad. Most of the people we chase, well, they end up putting up quite a bit of a fight. But. Trollbar couldn't do that. He's only level one. Yeah, he has minus one strength. Mm. <laughs> that is... disappointing in the meta. <laughs> if that means that he is not very strong, this is true. Often I needed to carry him upstairs. But I think it's worth noting that he was probably framed for whatever it is he did. Why do you say that? Well, what what in the world does 
a strutting champion have to do with stealing stuff? He was probably told to go there to do some autographs or something, and when he got there, he was set up to take the fall. I'm not sure that that's true. Are you sure that it is not true? Since if he were going to sign autographs, it would have been in a sealed room that had only one entrance, and he would have had to enter through the window, which is where yeah, he did enter from. What is he talking about? That sounds about? exactly like a Dromar. What exactly is Dromar <laughs> accused of, anyway? He's accused of attempted burglary and spying on government officials. Oh, which government officials? The royal family. Oh. All of them? Well, not necessarily all of them individually, but uh, the royal family in general. Why, are they very interested? Or are they... <laughs> was, was, I can't say that they are very interesting, but they are nonetheless the royal family. So wait, he broke into an empty house through a window, and now he's accused of spying on all of royalty. That's not exactly how that works. <laughs> and it wasn't exactly an empty house. It was a secure uh, warehouse. Apparently not very secure family. if he could just walk in through a window. Uh, he's only level one. It'd be very difficult for him to get through a heavily guarded area. And we don't put magical enchantments on every single thing that we touch. I mean... He was apparently quite an adept. Well, he told us that he was someone who got hired to do jobs. He didn't really ever do them for himself. So you should really be going after whoever hired him. I'm sure that that will come in time. But simply being hired to do illegal work does not make one immune from the consequences of carrying it. Uh, really? <laughs> so if you as a guard are paid to murder someone or capture someone who didn't do something wrong, does that mean you're not morally exempt from it either? Of course not. We have strict orders to, if we are ordered to bring someone in to face trial, we have strict orders uh, to capture them and bring them back with as little harm as possible. Some of the people we pursue, that very challenging to do. But we are instructed to do so as peacefully as possible. Admittedly, having the urban technology that we do it aids us in establishing a presence that is more often than not unchallenged. I see. So I will ask you if you know anything about the Order of Remardim. I cannot say I've ever heard of this order. 
No. Well, I was trained by a member of that order, Lanfiran, who had come from, I believe, Costeria. You, you are familiar with Costeria? Of course. And yet you do not know this order. No, I've never heard of it. Hmm. But there are many orders and practices, and there are ways of existing that I am unaware of. Hmm. A soldier. Ah, then you are not very familiar with many languages. I know Draconic and Glendrangian. Mm-hmm. Now, but I'm not exactly the linguistically verbose. Well, it is most unfortunate that you have never heard of this. No one has seemed to have ever heard of this. It is most puzzling to me. There are many codes and uh, sects in the world that are small. Do not take it as any disconcert. So this armor I am wearing and the weapons that I am carrying are not familiar to you? No, those are quite familiar. Oh? Those markings, those weapons, they're used by somewhat, I shall use the word problematic, posterior military Well, tell me more, because the person who had, for whom these belonged, was was not problematic. Well, they're hardly the only ones in Costeria to use them, but they are the order that created them. I don't know the name of the order. It's a, an elvish term, uh, but we've had some briefings about them. They are dedicated to basically protecting Kosteria at all costs. Some consider them to be a little too extreme in their methods, and they are deployed. And uh, they are an almost religious segment of the Kosterian. Hmm. We haven't had many problems with Kosteria in, well, more than a millennia. They're not exactly a warlike people. Their culture is much more welcoming and friendly than uh, others, but of course they still must protect themselves. And that's the signature armor of uh, the Kosterian military and the signature weapons of this particular order. I don't remember the name for you, but... Mm. But the order was an order of protectors? Well, I suppose you could call them that, yes. And are these ancient that I am wearing? Or are they relatively new? Well, he picks up a little dirt and just kind of you know, lobs it at your armor and washes it, watches it just kind of fall right off. Mm-hmm. Um, many Kosterian armaments are enchanted, so they never appear dirty. Hard to tell age with them. Oh. 
and that is all you know. That this, these are the arms and armor of some old Kolsterian order that is still active? To the best of my knowledge, uh, when I first became a member of the Royal Guard, uh, we had some briefings on this particular group. A bit hazy now, it's been 15 years ago since I... Ah, so yes, they are still active. To the best of my knowledge. Mm -hmm. I've never seen what they do, how they fight. Like I said, they have good terms with the Coasterians. So, it hasn't come to blows between us and well more than millennia. But I have heard them uh, being deployed to protect other areas when there are incursions. Pirates large banded groups, sometimes uh, militia companies, ones that are less savory than the company mm -hmm. blades, are hired to carry out some large-scale attack. Well, my teacher was of the Order of Ramardin. This is not the name of the order that you are familiar with. Doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he was on a quest to slay a beast. You say that this order was an order that was protective and would seek out and, and destroy danger. Do you have any idea what he may have meant by the beast? No, no idea. And this Kosterian military group, they're protectors of Kosteria, do we? But I don't know if I would call them well, you seem to be speaking of them in a bit more reverent of a tone than perhaps deserve. They are unlike most of the rest of Kosteria. Don't like people from the outside. They're a bit nationalistic hmm. in their practices. Well, Lan Ferran was most accepting of me and taught me all he knew. Most Kosterians are. They are a famously friendly and welcoming group of people. But there are well, bad seeds among all pots. Well, this will give me much to ponder for what you are saying does not seem to agree with the experience I have had. Well, if you wish to find out more, I'm sure that you can do some research at perhaps the Capital Library. There are many resources mm. within the Capital Trogmara, and I'm sure that someone there would be happy to help you figure out the mystery of your Yes, every librarian we ran into really enjoys working with us. <laughs> Most librarians are eager to engage with someone I've found. It seems to be a lonely life. Often solitary. Are any of you familiar with uh, just sort of the general 
you know, nobility, the fancy folk that have, like, symbols for their houses and things like that. They all look at each other. Where the female brow kind of turns over. We are all familiar with the nobility to one degree or another. We are royal protectors. Yeah, is there something that you need help with? Oh, I'm just curious if you know of any of these houses or whatever that have a uh, so yeah, symbol that's a silver and blue background with a black griffin on it. Oh, well. Is that same like something? I think I've ever heard anything like that. That sounds like something that would be in Glindring. I'll kind of ponder it for a moment. There are many noble houses within the country, some smaller than others. All I've ever seen is crest before. Okay. Just curious. Maybe you're holding it upside down. <laughs> I wasn't holding anything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wrote it down in your book. Oh. Alright, well... well Yes, it may be time to re retire to our camp. We will then be in Northfeld tomorrow. Yes, we should, uh, to city past midday. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Yes, sir. Sleep well. Yes. The dragon kin and the dwarf kind of settle down. The drow turns back over and go to sleep. The other two are chatting idly. All right, which one do you want to take? Pines, <laughs> 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 do you still have that helmet? No, they took it from me. Oh, that's a shame. Well, is there anything else we must cover before we take our long rest? No. I think we're probably okay to sleep. Do you wish to make good berries, or have you used up your slots? That, that's a good question. Although I don't... I hope we're not fighting people tomorrow. No, I will cast good berry twice. Before we sleep. All right. Now we have a new number to divide by. Oh no. <laughs> I need another spell slot so I can make 30. <laughs> I don't know how you get more spell slots in this game, though. <laughs> Whatever those are. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> I don't have to level it, y'all. I still have no idea what these levels are. I still think <laughs> this is some sort of myth that that is floating about. It's like I mean, a, in a, leg a legend of some sort that is no longer in effect. Between the practice sessions and now, we have spent 27 sessions at level one. So, ah, uh, give you guys a little bit of a break. <laughs> Maybe in another 
or five sessions, you can hit level two. <laughs> I really oh, want to just turn into a mouse. <laughs> like, that's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> In about 15 years, you might hit level 20. <laughs> Slowest campaign ever. <sighs> well, then. I am going to sleep unless there is something else that we must plot. Just... No, neither of you are wanted or anything like that, right? No uh, one has ever wanted me for anything ever. I do feel the same way, Nine. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Guide them. Ooh, nice. That's a... Uh, 15. Go ahead. Reveal however much you want, Nine. <laughs> it's your character. <laughs> I feel like some people kind of want me around, but uh, not even I picked up the majority don't. Don't your parents want you around? Is that why you're not with them? Oh, I can't visit my parents. Some guy stole my loot. I can't see them after that. Why? It's just the loot, isn't it? It's my grandfather's loot. It's probably important to them and me. Mm Hmm. Yeah, that that it's probably important (laughs) to you. That was uh, in the, an indirect way, maybe. That was, I'm, I'm glad that something's <laughs> important to you. <laughs> that was the voice that stole it, right? Yeah, that asshole. Don't people say he's really dreamy? They're talented. Hmm. Yeah, they do. I don't know why. His ass is flat as board. <laughs> like, Perhaps he keeps his, his back away from the audience so they do not see that. Sometimes he like turns around and he like wags his butt and then they go wild and I'm like, why? <laughs> but it's not even it's a just, tail, it's right? Awful. That too, but uh, it's not everyone's into that. Is he? It's a shame. He he was just a human, right? Yeah, and they all look alike. So like, I don't even know why they thought that was interesting. You know, maybe if we ever. You know, see him, I'll turn into him and convince him that he should give himself the loot. He's dumb, so that might work. (laughs) (laughs) If he thinks much of himself, he would do that. Yeah. That's true, he was so full of himself. Like, does he have a lot of mirrors in his room? Maybe I can sneak in and... Well, he wouldn't let me into his room. The band had to get their own room. Really? This guy sounds like a jerk. Yeah, he was a dick. I hate the voice. Well, I don't know why I toured of him for a whole year. <laughs> like Got nothing out of it. Yeah, why? I mean, are you just touring around Glintring for fun or what? You think people pay us for this? Or what? Because he never paid me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean... The, the people in my village who sang and did things like that, you know, got com- got compensated for it. With you know, I mean, it was more food. It was we didn't really trade money all that much, but I mean, they fed us, but I mean, oh, okay. the buffets aren't that good. <laughs> did they not free, have though. fritters? <laughs> no, that's when you hit. You got the good venue when they had fritters. But you think that they were actually paying him? 
Um, now I hate them even more. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> I do not know this, for we did not have that sort of thing in my village when I was a child. But I've seen I'm... in taverns other people getting, you know, paid to sing on the stage. Oh, yes, I, I have mean, seen that. Why... They throw money at them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what kind of taverns were you at? <laughs> I don't think we can talk about those clubs here. No, like when we were at the the Blackwell Bar and stuff, like it sounded like, you know, they had pretty fancy acts that got paid to perform there regularly. Wait, a regular gig? Like they just pay you to show up at the same place over and over? Yeah, that pian that pianist or pianoist or whatever it is. Hmm. God, that would be so much easier. <laughs> God, you usually just chase me out. <laughs> Wait, so you left your parents' house with your grandfather's loot to try and become a traveling musician for free? There's an honor to having great music. It's not about money. It just helps. I suppose that's true. Mm -hmm. How did you meet the voice? Uh, it's just in a tavern somewhere. It was like, nice loot. And I'm like, nice face. <laughs> I was lying to him, but, you know. Mm, you humans. did not say nice butt, though, I bet. <laughs> I... I would never lie like that. That would be <laughs> terrible. So oh, wait, you were in a whole band though, right? Did everyone just... Yeah, we had guys with him. Oh, okay. So you were just like the next guy in the in the band. Yeah, I mean, it didn't even seem like I needed to audition. He was just like, nice loot, you're in. It was almost like my musical talent was not needed. <laughs> Well, I hope that they did appreciate it when you did play. Well, I was the best one in that group. Oh. Terrible. So when we when we are traveling, if we ever see the voice, <clears throat> do you want us to use lethal or non-lethal damage? First one, then the other. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but you wish us to not damage the loot. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. I guess I could fix it, but I don't want to. <laughs> what what does your family do? Well, they make instruments. My grandfather actually made that loot. Oh, wow. Mm. And they're all like, just sell the instruments. You don't need to actually learn how to play them. It's <clears throat> so boring. Wow. So That's... your grandfather was a looter? Yes. Aha. Uh -huh. Like a dromar. Wait, <laughs> not like Dromar. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say that as someone Are who's- these scars listening in on this conversation? <laughs> no. Uh, make a perception check. Can I as well? Sure, why not? Okay, uh, Dirty 20. 21. Two. Old Seth is unobservant as always. He's very engaged in this conversation. Plus three, five. Uh, neither of you two 
seem to think that they're like listening in. Uh, well, Seth, you're just wondering why the conversation stopped for a moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why the conversation has stopped. We were just we had to stop and listen. Yeah, we didn't. Oh. We didn't want the guards listening in to us. We have very, oh, we've been talking really top secret stuff here. I will be. I will be discreet. Well, Nines, if you ever want to go back to Tabaxavoy, we will go with you because I think it is important for you to see your family as someone whose family is missing. I would definitely take that opportunity if it ever arises. I think you just want to complete your uh, set of Tastaxes. That is also (laughs) part of it. I haven't gotten the shiny ultra rare one yet. It's limited time only, too. Maybe those first edition ones are selling for thousands. They were listening in. (laughs) At that moment, you hear a little clatter. Just like small pieces of something or other falling down. And you look over and you see the the two guards that hadn't been trying to fall asleep to the dwarf dragonkin. They're playing a game of Tastaxis and <laughs> trying to see if they can get the cats. For the viewers who don't know what Tastaxis is, since that was from our practice sessions, Tastaxis are uh, small wooden cats, and the objective is to try and reach a certain height, and then after that, whoever stacks the highest wins. And you can, like, steal people's Tastaxis when you win. A little bit like Uh, Pogs in that regard. And, uh, you know, it's like competing against yourself because you have to stack them, make your own little tower. So it's like Pogs plus Jenga. Uh The ultimate Mm -hmm. game. The ultimate game. It's very popular in uh, most places where Tabaxi live, but the games never get very far. Tabaxi aren't usually the best players because about three or four pieces up, they just knock them over themselves. But I have a set of Tastaxis. Or you do. Of ten. You have a set of ten Tastaxis. <sighs> are they are they any good at Tastaxis? Yeah, they're pretty reasonable. Hmm. Looks like they're. I mean, they're playing on like a rough surface, which always That's makes it a challenge. You know, a little bit harder. Do any of them have rare Tastaxis in their pile? Make a perception check. Guidance. This is important. This is this world's trading card game, apparently. 17. You don't... It doesn't look like they have any rare ones. Oh, okay. You should challenge them to a game, though. Alright. Okay. You all playing to Let's just stop our conversation to play Tastaxis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, Who needs character development <laughs> when you have Pog Jenga? <laughs> That's the most J.J. Abrams question I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs character development when you have fill in the blank? <laughs> um, they, they look up from their games. I'm the Tastaxis. <laughs> The dragon can like holding it between two claws. Like, you play 
taxis. Yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, get over here! Run! Usually it's just the two of us. <laughs> what, you what, got we're... this, uh, Soria. I'm gonna <laughs> slap her on the back and give her bardic inspiration. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what rule set do you use? Asterian, Fervin, Novinian. Oh, I mean, we typically use the uh, standard Tabaxi set. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. You I, do you play where you can win the Staxis from the others, or do you not like to? Usually, it's just the two of us. There's not that many people in the Royal Guard that are cool. Like this game. Yes, are cool. <laughs> exactly. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely that. Definitely cool. All right. So why don't we all wager our rarest Staxi? I, I don't have any rare ones. They're, they're all. They all just have like on the, on the bottom right. Front foot, uh, they have like little markers that say the rarity, and he has only like commons and like one uncommon. I figured they would like be painted different colors and stuff. Well, they are. They're oh, all okay. like painted, but like it shows you the rarity. With right, them. they have a little like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any first editions? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... First editions are. Super rare. <laughs> They're like thousands of years old. <laughs> All right. Well, let's each wager one to Staxi. Winner takes all. All right. Okay. I'll set one of my crummy to Staxi to the fine. All right. They, they each pick one out. Side. All right. Let's do this. Okay. I have no idea how to play. <laughs> and, oh, we're making up the rules as we go. Uh, we will be using. Uh, we will be using dexterity checks to see <laughs> to see how well you place it, and I'll have you roll your dexterity check, and then I will let you know what happens. Me a second, so I can. I'm not proficient in Tastaxis. <laughs> you are not proficient in Tastaxis. You haven't been trained. Not the best throw. Guidance, Bardic Inspiration. You can save the Bardic Inspiration too. Oh, I can. Or is this a one? Or is this is this a series of rolls or with a higher uh, no, it's check? Just, the just tell me the along? first, like the first sum result. Okay. Uh, in this nine, in this game, do we cheer? Okay. Do we? Do we? No. You, place, you uh, have to do it in complete silence. Uh, the first okay. one you place is there. of course got the base one, and then what we're rolling for is the one that goes on top of it. And you all manage to place it, all holding steady. Go ahead and roll for the second one. Guidance. Do you have any more bardic inspiration in you? You got this, Soria. You're so good at this. I'll take it. <laughs> Not rolling great. 
Um, ten. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Saving throw. Yep. Um, I'm switching this die out. Uh, <laughs> it's a total of thirteen. Now, before you like place it, you're. You, and like let your fingers go basically as like chess rules here you know and you you see that that's just way too unstable and you pull it back go ahead and try again awesome guidance jeez my rolls are awful in this sexiest game eight why are you so bad at this right now <laughs> you're so good I know I'm ro- I haven't rolled above like a six this whole this taxi game. Okay. Uh, you place that on top, and and the t- taxis fall. No. So let's see what these other two are doing. Uh, with this round, on now the third taxi being piled, so we're for now. The dragonkin manages to place it successfully while the dwarf fails. And the, the dragonkin guard goes, ha! Actually, I won a game! That never happens. <laughs> it's just um, great. Give him one of my taxi. You know, just, just keep it. Playing with someone other than each other was fun enough. <laughs> Whew. I, we never get to play with anyone. All right, I'll keep it. <laughs> I don't want to give up my taxi. He's not going to make it. We have a full set, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was fun playing with you, but with the way my dice are rolling, I really don't want to risk it anymore. <laughs> Zoria, it is getting quite late. I think that it is time for us to retire. That's fair. I just had to get that out of my system. Oh, okay. I had to get my game in. <laughs> Mom, I don't want to go to bed. Five more minutes. Can't wait till a super rich person makes the entire city of Glendring into a Testaxi's tournament. You mean the city of Drugmara? Drugmara. Into a uh, Testaxi's tournament. And then has the finals on a blimp. (laughs) (laughs) Like the the worst you get. Seriously. (laughs) There's no excitement. It's just st- carefully stacking carved cats. It's a stacky university right. on an island. So, are you going to bed then? Yes. Yes. Okay. You bed down for the night, and it, I'm assuming that none of you are like bothering to keep watch with the uh, we got protections streams, up and We have early warning. All right. You sleep the night just fine. Gets a little chilly. You have to. I wake up for a minute and bundle up in the middle of the night. But other than that, you, you know, get through the night, no problem. The next morning, when you wake up, the guards are already awake and are packing up their camp and going around collecting the sticks. Yeah. The dwarven guard looks over at nines and just goes, I hope I don't forget any. <laughs> That go... would be very bad if you forgot one. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You should go stretch by that log over there, Nines. It's a good place to, you know, just stretch and scrape your nail, your claws through the wood. Oh, that's a great idea. I should go over to that log. <laughs> you have something stuck in your eye? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As they're packing up the, the dwarf, as promised, or gets one, and uh, you can go ahead and pick it up. And I'll just discreetly put it in my bag as I look back and forth. All right. That is very discreet looking. Um, well, I was going to have you make a stealth check, but I think I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check since that is... And I'll be like... A bit more. That was a really fun game of Tastaxis we had last night, just <laughs> talking to all of them while this is happening to try and assist. <laughs> Did you roll a nat 20? Yes, I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> Why didn't you play Tastaxis last night? Jeez. Suspicious how Dromar I... leaves, and then mm -hmm. Nines is rolling nothing but 20. The power transfers from one David mm -hmm. to the other. All right. That's how it works. Yeah. So a uh, sleight of hand would be a 22. Without any difficulty whatsoever, you're just, uh, you have this thing hid like up your sleeve in a way that would, it seems almost impossible that it is hidden in the way that it's hidden. It's like master stroke of concealment. Mm -hmm. And that now there is no hope that they would find it on. <laughs> All right, well, let's head back to town. All right. As we're walking, I will casually ask them, though. Okay. Have you heard about any horrible murder cults in Nordfeld <laughs> that operate in the sewers? <laughs> That's what we call an icebreaker, folks. <laughs> <laughs> murder cults in the sewers? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see that. Would they, you know, where they like kill people and inscribe runes on the walls that hurt just to look at them? Have dark shadows fleeting around the corners of your eyes? They all look genuinely alarmed. <laughs> They're. Oh, I never heard of this. Have either of you? I've never heard of anything like that. And neither have I. Yeah. Oh, is that something that the Royal Guards think is just fine, or is that something that you would wish to stop? You want to see a rune that will break your brain? Not especially, but I feel like it might be our duty to investigate. I'll flip to my page with the runes that I wrote down on it. Okay. Um, since, since you've given them warning, I'm going to... I'm, they're not going to react hostily to... No, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to open to a page. I recorded a horrible language that shouldn't exist in this universe, I assume. And it will inflict physical harm, so if you don't want to look at it, you should look away now. <laughs> One. One of them fell off. All of them... 
like look at it for a moment and then scream out in agony and like fall to their knees. Huh. And they Lord. Uh, they all when they look up at you again, uh, I... blood is coming down from their eyes. I close my book out <laughs> immediately. You found that in the sewers of Nordfeld, yeah. There were five of those. I do believe that she was able to copy two. And yeah. maybe part of a third. Two and a half. That's what you guys were doing while I was running off somewhere? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I almost killed myself. Wow, you shouldn't do that. Oh, it was worth it. I... Don't know what that could be. Well, it's horrifying. You should check out sewer number 756171. Uh, or, sorry, 0171. Yes. Oh, one, one moment. And the drought pulls out a little piece of paper. Writes the numbers down. Looks like she's struggling to write. Wow, you guys had a lot harder time with it than I did. It rolled really poorly. Oh. <laughs> it's a zero one seven. And now we know their weakness. And then the damage oh. rolled quite high. Zero one seven four. All Seth has better handwriting than me. You uh, you write that. <laughs> you basically end up writing it down for them because. They're uh -huh. fairly incapacitated at the moment. Oh, I just you got, seem like, to be disturbed. Cool I will write that number down for you. Basically, what happened is I rolled maximum damage, and they all failed their saving throws, mm -hmm. and they got very badly hurt. Yeah, it it was very painful for me. I almost died getting this information. So, if there's any reward for reporting it. <laughs> The company of Blade. How come you all care about money now? We have 50,000 <laughs> gold following us. <laughs> it's a different thing when it's like someone who's your family than when it's just information on people who murder people in the sewers. Is there any reward? I shall make sure that you are given it. Oh. Well, after collecting herself for a moment, the uh, drought. Pulls from behind her this staff that kind of unfolds and like one piece becomes now three and she puts it down on the ground and this little burst of energy comes out as she does so. And you're all within the radius of this and feel... Uh, it doesn't really do much other than just make you feel really nice. You feel energized and... It's kind of like having your first good cup of coffee in the morning. I'd sort of recognize this as a healing spell, maybe. Yeah, this is... Um, this is divine healing. And uh -huh. Eddie, you can you know, just kind of get that sense from your spellcasting knowledge. That is interesting. That was was soothing. Almost, almost as good as the pretzel day I had three days ago. You have not You're had pretzel days since then. 
<laughs> yeah, we've been out in the woods. No, for the like... one I had three days ago. Oh, three days ago, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's still talking about it. It was yeah. that good of a pretzel day. It was an amazing pretzel day. Very impressive. That was when we found the murder cult. Afterwards, yes. And but even it, it that, that it didn't ruin the pretzel day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. if you find any information, I would be very interested to learn more about it and make sure I'm not, like, possessed by a ghost or something. Yes. Yes. They all seem to be kind of coming around a little bit more after that burst of energy from the staff. And the female pulls out a little signet. This is the signet of our company uh, oh. within the Royal Guard. That, um, if you have anything go wrong, reach out to us. This is uh, very disturbing. See what's happening. Well, I'm glad I could help, probably. <laughs> I hope that. We can find whoever did this. Ah. There wasn't much evidence there other than the, the runes of circle, some sort of spell circle and a dismembered body. The, the dwarf kind of loses color in his face from the scene you just described. A dismembered body? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forget what it was. A, I think it was a human. It was very difficult to tell what it, it was. It was mostly just bones and flesh at that point, honestly. It was a most unpleasant place. The dwarf is turning a slight greenish color now, looking fairly ill. I'm going to be sick. Honestly, the worst part was all the, the shadows dancing around the periphery of your vision. Well, and all of the For all of the pain and suffering. All the pain. For your sake, please don't go in the sewers. <laughs> well, we might visit our friend, but your friend? Oh, Muriel. She makes great curry. Mm-hmm. Muriel. Muriel, hop along. She's the. She, okay, she's an Agmar no Daltrude, but she's one of the good ones. She's not like. <laughs> she's not kind of a jerk, so. I just the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, has to be a better way to phrase should, that. <laughs> I'll have to meet Muriel someday. She sounds quite lovely. She is very nice. She makes great curry. I can copy down her recipe if you want. I'm not much of a curry lover. Oh, okay. But... So I don't think they trust anything in your book right now. <laughs> they. They are looking at your book a little like... No, you're not confiscating it. <laughs> but they don't look like they're confiscating oh, okay. They look like they're terrified of it. Oh, okay. I go... Huh! To a blank page. <laughs> 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 Alright. It's good to know that the potency of these runes I copied down still works without having to test it myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes! You have un inflicted a lot of psychic damage. I was a little worried they would dissipate like the ones that were on the wall. Nope. All right. Nope. 
Great. Now we're just wielding evil magic in a book we carry around. Right yeah, that's really great. I write all my Nothing secrets and that's going to happen here. Hugely powerful evil magic in your book. I cannot believe you Want copied to see that it? down. <laughs> I write all my secrets in this book, so nothing bad can happen. <laughs> uh, well, you see it now, you'll know if anyone's just flipping through it. Yeah. <laughs> I basically <laughs> have a permanent reading, explosive room. Yeah, yeah, reading yeah, your kind secret of diary. You do. You, you, it's like, oh, you that happened. That's interesting. That that's interesting. That's like, interesting. Ah! Offering up the room. Ulsa, would you like me to get you like a buckler? With these runes inscribed on them, and they can just have like a cloth over it. What? And in the middle of battle, you just Go pull pop. it up. <laughs> what have I done by allowing you to copy ah, these down? That would be even more powerful than my this offhand Alashalar. <laughs> All of you murder hobos. Good lord. What are you gonna do? Like. <laughs> Carve it into your skin next, and just like ah. no, that, you could never wash your hands and not hurt yourself. You could just close your eyes, but then you wouldn't be sure if you were clean. Twenty seconds. Oh, right. Scrubbing. Happy birthday, twice. Happy birthday twice. It, between the fingers. Thumbs. Mm -hmm. Don't forget your thumbs. Yeah, thumbs. So is this like a signet ring that they gave me, or like a little? Token. It's like a, it's a little token. It just says like Royal Guard company number. Good for free parking. Do they validate? Is <laughs> not really parking so much in this world. <laughs> There's not that many vehicles. Are we there yet? <laughs> um. You, you did just stop and incapacitate oh, yes. the guards for a, probably a good 20 minutes before they recovered. Sorry for adding time. This is going to be great for our next quarry, uh, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they might not be able to see from a distance. The distance, yeah. The next time you're being pursued by someone, just that down. Does this token mean I'm like your friend or something to other guard members? No, it's just our contact if you need to reach us. Uh, different groups within the real guard are investigating different things at different times. This is just a simple way to let you know who to reach. What are your names, by the way? We never really asked. My name's Maggie. <laughs> you say very surely. <laughs> the dwarf speaks first. Oh, my name's uh, Robert Strongfoot. Which one's the strongfoot? With an A? Green. Both the feet are strong. Yeah, I suppose you can. Like strong feet, but the name is Strongfoot. Understood. Oh, it does not seem to be with an A. <laughs> My name is Annalise. Just Annalise. I don't like to give my family name out. Hi. Are you from Nordfeld? Yes. Oh. I grew up here. I 
um, sometimes people threaten us. I don't want them to know where I come. Oh, you're from one of like the the farming families or something? No. Well, but we often deal with dangerous things, and I don't like protect them. Okay. I hope you understand, although you seem, aside from horrible runes in your book, very nice. <laughs> so... My name is Malagor. Malagor. I'm from the Royal Brood. So, you know, removed, uh, Several degrees, of course. The royal brood. What does that mean? Oh, the royal dragon brood. The one that formed the ancient pact with the royal family. Right. right. I <laughs> you, you don't know any of this, do you? Are no. you related to the captain? In a manner of speaking, yes. Quite far removed. Nepotism. Mm. We don't have any direct relation, so to speak. So, so the royal family and the dragons, like... Or no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, but uh, there have been others, uh, others of the brood that have uh, mated with Wolves and humans, that hence my existence. I do have to say, all of you southerners have this weird fixation on like royalty and nobility and like land ownership. Yes, it does seem very odd to me as well. Watch. So there's it like. Is, it is as it is. So there's like the, the queen, right? Of Glindring. But then there's also yes. like a dragon king or queen. There is a, a broodmother. Yes. Oh, okay. And the current ruler is Empress Ulfstein. Nula Ulfstein. The broodmother or the queen? Uh, she takes the title of Empress. Empress. Is the ruler of Glindring. The broodmother's name is uh, unpronounceable in Glendrangian. Does she have a nickname like Cindy? <laughs> well, we simply call her broodmother. Oh. This Empress' name again? Do you have it? Nula Ulfstein? Ulfstein. Ulfstein. U L F S D A I N. Nula is N U L A. That is with an A. Two A's. In Ula and. Yes, Ulf. each is with an A. Yeah. Huh. No A in Broodmother, though. What'd you say? There's no A in Broodmother. <laughs> no. no, there's no A in Broodmother. 
Oh wait, you're related to like the dragons with the four arm, the four legs, and the big wings. After a fashion of uh, removal, cousins, yes. So how does it go? How do they go if it's? I don't know. Is this rude? How do, uh, no. You do not know if it's rude or not. Do, how do you <laughs> go? How, how do you go from big dragon to dragon guy? It, um, dragons can take other forms. They can oh. become humanoid. Oh, that I understand. And <laughs> uh, from time to time, dragons have fallen in love and mated with other humanoids. Like Zeus. Humans, dwarves, drow. That's where the swankins came from. <laughs> there are many, many dragonkin. It's less common than perhaps you might think for this to happen, but... I have not thought of it at all. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of fan fiction in here about it. Once but... the family started <laughs> spreading out, there wasn't that much to stop it. We are rather long-lived. I see. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So can you change into other things, too? I do not have that power, no. Okay. If you could turn into any animal, though, what animal would you turn into? An otter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I expected something different. Yes, so. <laughs> when you've seen them clean themselves, they like. And then they take little rocks. Clams. It's adorable. You like clams? But I. Not opposed to clams. Mm. But I'm certainly not liking them as an otter. So but I'm... if you were an otter, you would like them more. I'm sure I would. <laughs> Do you think about being an author a lot? <laughs> Are we metagaming right now? I don't no. know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put me on the spot. <laughs> you're, you're eventually going to get a little bit of just me in there. Well, I thought he was just going to look at me like I'm crazy. I <laughs> think I see Nordfell like on the horizon. <laughs> oh, yes. Are we there yet? <laughs> it's, it's right sure. there. Well, <laughs> if you want to be done, you can be done. <laughs> Thank you for guiding us, Robert, Annalise, and Malagor. Yes. Thank you. And, and and thank you for the early warning devices that kept us safe all night. Yeah. Yes, those are very cool, and I wish we had one. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the other two look at Robert just like <laughs> like you d- they basically like know what's going on it's like not again so if we're ever visiting Glindring where would you recommend going what's the one place to go in Glindring just so I have it written down for later hey, what do you like to do just taxis. Um, live in the woods. <laughs> I'm not sure. We like to eat. Lindering is going to be your favorite place eating. in the world then. Is there a good Tastaxi's shop? Tastaxi's is reasonably popular. Oh. But uh, yeah, if you like to eat, 
There's a really fantastic bakery. Tastes enchanting, is it? You gotta head there. Best pastries in town. Fritters that you'll die for. I'll be judge of that. Well, they all, they're all kind of just like nodding in agreement, like, yeah. <laughs> well, if we ever get the glindering, we'll check it out. Thank yes, you. Yes, we will. I do understand that here in Northfeld, the thing that everyone must see is Stongran, the lake. <laughs> it is a beautiful lake. Have I have spent many happy hours on bathing time. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a chance to do that. There's too many murder cults. Yes. And crime. <laughs> All of which we expect to be compensated for telling you. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, if it comes to something, they they might reward you. You never know. Uh-huh. At the very least, I got a royal guard signet that I can use to lie to people who don't know any better with. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. We're the good guys, guys. <laughs> yes. You're definitely the good guys. So uh. So I expect that you will be paying a visit to Ludorf, and we do not need to. Why would we be visiting him? Because of all the criminal stuff that we told you about earlier. Oh. We, we were informed the uh, Local investigators. Oh, okay. So, what if they're they being bribed to look the other way? To be able to uh, secure evidence and make sure that whatever it is that we capture someone who is breaking the law and wouldn't, uh, our armor attracts far too much attention. So we shall leave that to our capable investigators. Well, hopefully they're not being paid off, like Nine said. It is unlikely. Most cannot afford wages that we earn. Well, Ludorf is pretty wealthy, but it's alright. We'll see. You do know that, I mean, they are being paid quite a bit of money. Uh-huh. Since a single week's income is around 10 gold. Is the uh, the dragonkin? What color is he? Red. And so is the other dragon that Dromar was flown away on. And for the record, any of the royal uh, family dragon pack—they're all—it's a red dragon brood. <clears throat> I'm just writing down the humanoids that I've seen for my changeling purposes. All right. Well, thank you for protecting us, I guess, from all of the trees. And roots. There were some times that the werewolves were quite close to me. They were wise to stay away. They were over their wolves. (laughs) 
Shall we go I, to the company house? <laughs> yeah, we need to report to Sola. I wish I could give DM, like, anti-inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Just raise the DC at my next check. As we head towards the company house, are there any poster wanted posters for Dromar still up? There's a couple, but it looks like they're actually being taken down. Well, I would like to take one down carefully. Okay. And just fold it up and put it in my book. Uh, after trying to like peel it off, you see they've been sort of glued a little bit mm -hmm. on there. So instead you take... I, I think you have a dagger. I have a dagger. Yeah, take your dagger and kind of cut the edges around it. Mm -hmm. Trim it a little bit. Once you do so, you can... Okay. That is a very nice thing to do, Zoria. I think that, I, I mean, Maggie, I think that that is a, <laughs> a thing I would like to do as well. The, the guards have uh, wandered off. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. doing their own thing at this point. I figured when I got to the gate, they would. So I'm going to take a poster, too. Okay. Yeah, you have to do the same thing. Just kind of trim the edges, but now... Each have a Dromar wanted. This will look really cool in my dorm. <laughs> <laughs> every every company house you stay at, you just put this up on the wall with some sticky tack. Uh -huh. Leave little green marks everywhere you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are back in town now. Wow. In the bustling city of Nordfell. I think it's we... currently uh, late afternoon, early evening. So the town is pretty quiet. Mm -hmm. So it's around midnight, 1 a.m. It's probably more like 2 or 3 in okay. the morning for them. Well, we have a number of things I think we can do. We have to talk to Solath about... Dromar's departure. Um, we should probably talk to Hartfeld still about this key, since we are still technically on a job. And I wouldn't mind stopping by that Drowning in Magic store, because I, I, I got an idea, so I wouldn't have to change clothes constantly. Hmm. And I also, just we need... need to see all those uh, emblems that we got. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we can do that at Hartfeld too, I think. He's like the signet guy. Hmm. I need to buy a few things that are just common, such as a replacement rope and a towel. Oh, well, the, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, just a, a general good store. Why It'll don't we quick. take care of the stuff that isn't so lot? first because we're in like midday so we want to be around while the shops are open yeah this is um you probably have an hour or two before the shops start to close up yeah most of the shops will stay open until <laughs> um about like five in the morning or so and that's when a lot of people would start to close up and head home. So, uh, when you do... This will be very quick. I will just make a purchase in this general store. Okay. There's plenty of just 
common supply stores. So based on what you said you were looking for, you're probably going to go find like a carpentry supplier. I want I want to buy two fifty foot lengths of rope and a towel. How nice, nice do you want the towel to be? I want to I want a very nice soft absorbent towel, a large you, a large size soft absorbent towel. You'll probably have to go to someplace a little more special than that. But there's a nearby hardware store, mm-hmm. uh, or like part of the fantasy magical equivalent of a hardware store. Uh, mostly carpentry tools and um, other construction goods, but they have plenty of rope. Mm-hmm. It only costs you, you know, five copper to get the lengths of rope you need. Each or both? Both. Oh. It's rope. Mm-hmm. It's not very expensive. But if you want to find a nice towel, they've got some, like, cloths here that could be used to like clean up liquids or something uh, spill but if you want a nice towel you probably have to go to a sort of cloth maker well if we happen to pass one we'll i will stop in quickly and buy a towel like bugbears baths and beyond yes <laughs> why haven't they invented negative inspiration yet <laughs> well I will go to Drowning in Magic before it closes, if that's okay with everyone. Yes, and I will buy a towel. Maybe Drowning in Magic has a magic towel that never gets dirty. Oh, a gleaming baby. That'd be cool. It just pushes the mud all over your own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the concept of a like gleaming towel would be a towel that like would not absorb Ever. anything other than like the the just pure water, leaving all the detritus and minerals that could be in it behind, mm-hmm. and then leave you covered in like whatever is left. That does not seem to be worth the money. Probably not. But you would never have to wash it. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> They're like great display towels. You could cut a hole in it and make a waterproof poncho. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of. It would absorb the water. Oh, it would be a, it'd just be like a dirt-proof poncho. I'm gonna it'd be find very it. clean. Okay. Poncho. So while while are you still Maggie? Yes. <laughs> so while Maggie does the magic shopping, I'm gonna find a, a place and just buy a really nice towel. You ask a couple people for directions to some place that might have something like this, mm-hmm. and. They point you towards uh, what, what's basically uh, like a tailor mm-hmm. who has these sorts of goods. Okay. So, uh, how can I help you? I am looking for an excellent towel of large size, soft and absorbent. And what sort of color would you like? Um, green? Yes, of course. Forest green, please. Ah, see if we have that in stock. It's a very popular color around here. Why would that be? Because we're in a forest. We are not. We are in a town. There's a forest around the town. And it's a very foresty town. Uh, As luck would have it, I do have a forest green here. Mm. 
I do feel the luck. And Nate kind of lays out this a very long towel. Mm-hmm. It is of, of, of a very good size for me as well. I will take that towel. How much is it? It is uh, two silver. Two silver. I, I buy the towel. Can I uh, offer you anything else, my good sir? I do not believe so. That is all I was wishing to buy. Are you sure that I cannot offer you a matching set of hand towels? Or... <laughs> Face cloths? He's pulling out. Can't even escape. Peace sell it. Thank you very much, but this will be all. Good day or Perhaps evening. <laughs> Wedding registry. Oh, no, far away. They will keep trying to sell. <laughs> and, and I, you I run away. <laughs> you find your towel. Uh, nines, uh, do you want to do anything? Are you going with Zoria? Uh, I, I catch uh, up with, I'll just with Zoria. Harass Zoria. Okay. We just stand outside. I did not have anything interesting to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that was happening. Unless there's a pretzel stand, so I can have a pretzel day. Then, um. <laughs> I think before we go into Droning Matter, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going for uh, almost two hours here. And we will be back in a few minutes to see what magical stuff lay in wait at Drowning in Magic. See you in a minute. And the DM ignored your request for a pretzel stand. <laughs> we will not have a pretzel day we can, today. We can handle a pretzel stand along the way. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. When we left for a break, the party was about to go to Browning and Magic to find something for Zoria. And along the way, the Nines had requested that we stand. So that's what we'll be doing. The exciting adventures of shopping. It's a shopping episode. That does happen. It does happen. It's a shopping episode. Mm. Everyone loves a shopping episode. All right. Um, you, do you want to go and try to find that pretzel stand that you had found before with all the variety that gave you such a good pretzel day? Well, variety is the spice of life, so let's find a different pretzel stand to see if have a pretzel day is a... You want to cast Yelp? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you can find a really well rated one. We'll just walk towards Dragon Magic, see if we run into one. If we happen to pass one. I mean, it's Nordfeld. It's inevitable. Nines, I know I know what would be an excellent pretzel. What's, what's that, Dolster? It would be a fried pretzel on a stick. 
How terrifying! <laughs> going, uh, going down the streets towards Drowning in Magic, you find kind of a late night styled pretzel place. It, you know, it has kind of the vibe of like a late night pizzeria mm-hmm. in our world, but it's, you know, a late night pretzel place. Well, so let's go to this one. Okay. I'll come to. You would really enjoy pretzels. I will try That's one. so fantastic. You, you go inside. It's, uh, you know, fairly bare walls. There's a little like queue. Oh, bare walls. Uh oh. <laughs> you know, kind of segmented <laughs> off. There's a good thing menu. you can talk with animals. The menu has like. I bet they have bare feet. Pretzels on them. <laughs> How do you choose? Well, do you do you like many flavors all at once? Do you like simplicity? Do you like salt? Do you like? Do you have ox milk, cheese, and moss? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I had like one of those. The there's kind of like this simply faced trow behind the counter. What size do you want it? What are the sizes? Large, extra large. It starts at largest. Grande. I would like your biggest pretzel. Okay. (laughs) I don't think we ate breakfast. No. You didn't. You didn't eat breakfast. Kind of writes down a little slip and slides it through this pass-through area behind him. What are oh, you they two? are coming out fresh. Yeah, this is uh-huh. very good. What do, What are you two having? I would like two number threes and a diet coke because <laughs> I'm watching my weight. <laughs> the diet what? What diet beverage? Whatever. A diet mead. <laughs> a diet. <laughs> <laughs> It's this honey alternative. (laughs) (laughs) Bees that only pollinated stevia plants. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) It's just fermented aspartame. (laughs) 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 There's like... Uh, there's like two pigs over there. One says mead, one says like bad mead. <laughs> like mead light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, why not? I can have mead light if you want it. I'll take mead zero if that's all you have. <laughs> they don't have mead zero. Mead and mead light. I have been imagining a fried pretzel on a stick. Is that something you could do? One moment. <laughs> Turns around. <laughs> hey, can we fry a pretzel on a stick? <laughs> I think from, it's from the back in the day. kitchen. You just hear the kitchen staff yell back. I guess. 
I will have one of those, I guess, then. <laughs> Is that okay. what's going to be called now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Writes your two orders on another slip and slides it back in. How much for everything? Um... <laughs> I'm better at math <laughs> One Two silver Three Upper Yeah Here's so one We give you one piece. gold and five copper How much change do we get back? <laughs> um Oh no <laughs> Don't worry about it. I, I give you one gold for you and the staff and back. Oh, you are being very generous, Maggie. I am well liked in this town, probably. Oh. Someone tipped us! From the back, you just hear a hey! <laughs> Don't you have to do an annoying dance or ring a bell every time someone does that? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I hate that. Is there a place that does? <laughs> For the sake of my friends who work there, no. No, there isn't. <laughs> so there Inside is. Check. You have to tell me. You have to tell me which place that is. No, I. I don't. Mm. Intimidation check. <laughs> You're intimidating the pretzel fan. <laughs> This is why nobody wants to work in fast food these days. <laughs> Nines is a jerk. Uh, I got, I got, I got nineteen on my intimidation check. I am now like directly in his face. Um, he is unmoved. Wow. Mm. Loyalty wow. to friends. He has worked at this place for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Within a, within a couple minutes, your order is brought out to you. What your your pretzel is uh, interesting. It's a pretzel on a stick. It's kind of wrapped around, mm. and you know they've kind of sprinkled the salt across it. So it's a, a little bit like one of those um, like. Uh, wrapped lollipop things that you can find in candy mm. stores. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like that, except it's pretzel. Almost like a bomb streusel. A little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. But with salt, not with sugar. salt, yeah. Uh, nines, the number threes were tuna. <laughs> I looked at the menu. <laughs> tuna flavored uh, pretzels. Mm -hmm. So and we're not near the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said tuna flavor. This is not I, aware tuna. Of <laughs> I don't so, know what's in that lake. Could be tuna. You never know. What well, I mean, just like tuna. <laughs> sure, it's a freshwater lake, and mm -hmm. it's not in any way connected to you know the ocean for like hundreds and hundreds of miles. Maybe but yeah, maybe they stock them. Might. So yeah, three tuna pretzels. <laughs> so you have. And I think he ordered two number threes. Two number threes. Yeah. Two number threes. Yeah, two number threes. And a mead light. Mm -hmm. And you you are given a cup. But and a and a, and a lid that you can take with you. It's cheap ceramic. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like a cheap ceramic cup, basically. 
Is it a souvenir cup? Does, Does it have a logo? actually fit on top of it? No. <laughs> it looks like it should. It doesn't. Your pretzel I do. is brought out, and it's like kind. It's kind. It's basically comically large. It's larger than your head. It's like this. It's like this big. You ordered the largest, mm-hmm. and you just ordered, you know, salted pretzel. So it's a classic pretzel shape. It's giant. No, I have a ox milk and Does moss. It? Yeah, oh, it's okay. a dipping sauce. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not knowing how pretzels work, I how big is the dipping? The, dip <laughs> the, the the guy working behind the counter, and then take a bite. <laughs> Whoa, what? Oh. Take the pretzel, break a piece off, dip it in the sauce, and then oh, eat, okay. eat it that way. I'll, since it's so <clears> big, <throat> I'll just put it around my neck <laughs> in order to hold it <laughs> while I walk. Ah. <laughs> I worked here a long time and I've never seen anyone do that. No. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the obvious thing to do. Now that you mention it, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's going to shop on all the promotional material after mm-hmm. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty good to, I think you've learned to use the dipping sauce. It's not bad. Yeah. Does that remind me of home a little bit? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well. Hopefully this will let us all well, have I a said... pretzel day. I hope so too. Uh, a good well, pretzel day is hard to beat. <laughs> well, I'm not doing an intimidation check. I am staring at the clerk expectantly. But Say the line. What line? I think it's just the one shot that does it. Ah, only the one place says it? Oh. I am never coming to this establishment again. Do you not wish us to? Have a (laughs) pretzel (laughs) day. Who says that? Everybody. Yeah. Only the best damn pretzel place on the fucking planet. <laughs> oh, it's a place near a clothes, a, tux, a, a suit store. <laughs> okay. They can do that. Don't care. <laughs> Don't get paid enough to care. <laughs> well. Anyway, we shall leave now. <laughs> Let us leave. We will go Execute. To drowning in magic. It'll probably take me most of the day to eat this thing. <laughs> is my All dipping right. cup like the same cup that <laughs> this meat is in? Um, no, it's like a very basically it's like balsa wood. Yeah, uh, it's like a little balsa wood bowl. Gotcha. It's starting to get soggy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I will walk into Drowning in Magic. I follow at a respectful distance. (laughs) The little bell rings, uh, (laughs) announcing your presence. There's a a fair few people in here. Last time you were in was um, middle of daylight hours. And now you're towards the end of their shopping day for a normal Nordfeld citizen. So there's a few more people in here now. 
I'll just go up to the counter. Okay, there's a drow standing behind it. You don't recognize the drow standing there. Uh, hello. Hello. I I was I was here when your your dad was working, but oh. oh. Anyway, uh, I love the frying pans. Oh, good, good. Your daughter is not in. Oh, that's um, okay. Do you wish to speak to Samuel? Um, I just have a question about may maybe having an enchantment done. Well, one moment. And this drow goes in the back. <clears throat> and out comes a female drow. Well, hello! I hear that you are interested in having an enchantment done. Yes, I have this suit of studded leather armor. Ah! One moment. I uh, wish to examine it. Of course. Uh, she picks it up. This drow is uh, very strong looking. It looks like she weights, works out, stuff like that. She's a very hearty, tough looking drow. And has her hair pulled back in a tight ponytail. She takes out a, a jeweler's glass and starts examining pieces of it and mumbles a couple of words and sort of pulls her hand swirling and up. And little bits of like blue light flicker down as she's doing little orbs. Good. Does not appear magical in any way. Yeah, do you wish done with this? Um, I was hoping I find myself changing my clothes multiple times a day for personal reasons. Don't we all? <laughs> and I was wondering I, if I you guys asked if you could get some sort of illusion or glamour or uh, some sort of magic put on it. So when I'm wearing this armor, I can just make it look like clothes. Of any uh, sort that I want? Of course, of course, my dear, we can do that. Um, hmm. The armor does not look appropriately sized for you. It was from a friend. I see, I see. Yeah, I would recommend that you have this sized. Before we enchant it, once it's enchanted, it's much harder to resize. Would it be possible as part of the price to perhaps just have you get a suit of armor from a person you know that you work with for your sort of enchantments in that case? Um, there are a few things that we could do. I would have to take some measurements of you, of course. Of course. I actually have them from having a suit made. Oh, God. <laughs> um, very well. That's uh, shockingly useful. <laughs> I'll hand her my measurements. <laughs> now For you... a moment, I thought you were um, exaggerating or perhaps bluffing for some reason. But no, that's shockingly everything I need. No, I have this beige suit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
she sets the measurements down. No. What sort of armor would you like? Um, studded leather. Ah, just like this. Yes. Would you perhaps wish to make an exchange? Although this armor is not sized uh, for you, we could perhaps resell it uh, for another individual who it fits closely. I could offer you 15 gold for it. It is technically cast-off armor. I'm not sure. That would basically be like quick-release armor. Yeah. That just has like some psh, psh, snaps that you can mm -hmm. get out of quick. Um, the nature of the armor uh, makes it slightly more valuable. The uh, clasps are, well, more difficult to make. I could offer you as much as 20 gold for it. Sure. I think that will maybe work. Are you all okay with that? Yeah, the, the armor is yours. Yes, do as you wish. I do not know the value of these things. I cannot help. Would you like me to apply that to the uh, price of the enchantment? How much will it cost altogether? Well, for the piece of armor, it would probably cost between 40 and 50 gold, depending on the amount of resources needed to produce this armor, um, some of the difficulty in making it. There's always a bit of variable in having armor made for you. The enchantment. Now, let's talk about that just a little bit more. Uh -huh. You wanted to have some sort of illusion magic put on this, is that correct? I'd like to give it the ability to appear like any sort of clothing. Ah, so a standard glamour, yes. if you will. Yes? Okay. We are um, the most specialized in illusion magic here, but this is not a difficulty. This will be a relatively simple. It's to take time. We need a few days to make this armor. Oh, that's not a problem, I don't, hopefully. <laughs> if it is a problem, it's my problem. And that's not including the time it would take to uh, have the armorer make right. the set itself. I'm guessing... Mm, probably a week, maybe two, before it is ready. We sure. have we have many things yet we have to we do. We have a lot on our plate, so I think that'll be okay. How much will it cost? For that... Um, we will pay for the armor after the job is done. So our guarantee costs no more than 55 gold at max, no matter what. But how much for the enchantment? The enchantment is not the most complicated. It's a bit time-consuming, you know, since you have to train it and teach it all these different uh, ideas about what it can be. That uh, run... 240 gold as the enchantment. Are there any other enchantments that you would wish to put on this uh, particular piece of gear? Um, I'm not sure I can afford it. Do you need to have extra gold? Well, I don't know what sort of enchantments would you suggest. Enchantments on the armor are 
vast and varied. I have done all sorts of protective incantations, illusions, uh, some pieces. People simply wish to make them look how they put it cool. I'm not worried about looking cool. I'm all, I already know I am. Of I course. I love that you're saying you that with a pretzel around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, is it is it that you need additional funds? Oh, no, I have enough for this. I was just curious about other enchantments. Mm. How much would a protective enchantment cost? A protective enchantment? What are you thinking? Some sort of Sonic, resistance? Just to make it sturdier, more, you know, help me in case someone actually gets close enough to hit me. Ah, yes, of course. Those are some of the more difficult ones. That they can... Harden the armor. They can uh, even pull you in the right direction. They're trying to dodge you out of the way of incoming blows. That enchantment takes some time. Usually uh, two or three weeks to imbue into a piece. And is more challenging than illusions. That would be... Around a thousand gold. <laughs> well, I think I'll stick with just the glamour for now. See, si. of course. The enchantments are, after all, very expensive by nature. I am wondering if you would be willing to, as payment, take a look at this necklace. It is, uh, she takes out her It's very fancy. Has an emerald. Great provenance, probably. Hmm. The jewel is nice. The gold seems to be pure. She again kind of flutters her fingers up as little orbs of blue light fall over. Not magical. I'm much of a ruler, and this particular, she's going to hold it up. Oh, it's a red gem. I, I thought I misremembered. It's a red gem. It, this particular item, not hold enchantment very well, but I would not be the best purchaser for it. You may want to take it down to one of the many jewelers in town. Okay. Now, it's lacking, um, but we, to do enchantments, we require surfaces to engrave runes on. I see. And this has, uh, not much area to work with. So do I pay you just up front now, half now, half when it's done? You can put a deposit down now. Alright. Well, that is our minimum requirement, and pay the rest later once the work is done. How much? We typically require 10% now. So, like, 29 gold? Yes, I believe that shall cover it for the moment. 
Alright, there you go. She takes your gold and slides it into a drawer and begins to write you up uh, a receipt. May I have your name? Maggie. Maggie. Who? Ansul. <laughs> Maggie Ansul. <laughs> you should have said Lorian. I was going to say Maggie Mercenary. <laughs> but I thought um, that. She tears us off and it to you. Anyway. Is there anything else that I can help you all with? Do you have like closeout magic items? <laughs> uh, no. I, what do you mean closeout? Yeah, like uh, you know, magic, magic items, items that you like you made and then like no one wanted, so you're just like discounted them because they maybe not things that people wanted or in high demand. Um. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is uh, one item. <laughs> Box of smells. No one does. <laughs> 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 uh, I wasn't going to do that. No, he he said he was going to research it or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this is an odd item that well, was requested and a deposit was put down, but the person never came to pick it up. It's, well, how best to describe it? They are comically large shoes. <laughs> and she just kind of says, hold on one moment. Uh, like clown shoes? And like it goes in the back <laughs> and pulls out these, these, this pair of shoes that has like normal size holes for the feet. And then these massive front to them. They're like clown shoes. Whatever that is. So, <laughs> there's clowns. Oh. There's clowns in the world. Like, this is a, we're, a party. we're in a party with one. We did oh. not have clowns in the first no, wild. Captured. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. Oh. Shots fired. <laughs> um, oh. Right now, I just have, like, an image of those awful, like, Calvin peeing on something things, <laughs> except it's just you. I'm <laughs> just like peeing on the... Schultz is angrily messaging you right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm really so mad I'm small and he's big. Um, small tabaxi, big shoes. So these, uh, these shoes, yeah, comically large, but see if, that. if you tap them together three times, they turn into normal shoes. No one has wanted these. <laughs> I wonder why. What's the name of the person who ordered these? 
it's been six years. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. They, they've been sitting on for a very long time now. No one wants them. They're magical now. They're very hard to dispose of. <laughs> I haven't had the energy to unenchant them so that I can throw them away. Otherwise, they would just sit in a dump, you, you lasting need, for almost eternity. You need to go for these nines. You don't have shoes. <laughs> that is true. I do not have shoes. No, that shoes one time you had boxes. I, but these shoes... I still have those boxes. Too. Would, would you be willing to take these? In their big I form? Mean, if would... the price is right, I mean, I might. In their big form, would they fit on Nines' paws? <laughs> I mean, they would have to be in the big form. The, the like Part of their magic is that they just fit your foot. Oh. Like, that's... That's why... Wait, does that mean that, like, your foot extends to make sure it fits in the <laughs> shoes? <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> How much for oversized novelty shoes that will not be helpful in my adventure? They'll never get dirty, I assume. At this point, I just want them out of my store. Five copper, if you want them. <laughs> Four copper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they will give you four copper to take the shoes? Oh, that is a very Only, good deal. No, no, no. Just buy one. <laughs> <laughs> they come as a pair <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> Fine. I put the four copper down and I take my oh, giant novelty shoes. <laughs> pay yeah, them no. two copper for one shoe. They will pay you five copper to take the other one. <laughs> This isn't a negotiation anymore. <laughs> so you have some novelty shoes. They are magical. Mm -hmm. They will size themselves to fit you. And if you tap them together three times, they will become comically large. They'll still you are fit. Be so upset in like seventy-five sessions from now. <laughs> when this is what we do to beat the final boss. <laughs> Somehow. When we are level two. <laughs> 75 <laughs> sessions from now. All right. Is there anything else that I can help you with? And thank you for taking these <laughs> off of us, sheriffs. I do, not, I do not think I want to get involved in this magic thing, though. No. They're quite dusty, <laughs> you know, by uh, the way. Does it make me sneeze? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. What do? What's my sneeze sound? What What is it that I may be interested in? I don't in? know. You could like enchant your weapons or something. Mm. I bet that would be very expensive. Oh, probably super expensive, actually. <laughs> probably yes. So if yeah, I were to, you can make it like shoot fire. Mm. That would be dope. <laughs> dope. <laughs> I do not wish my weapons to be doped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you might have to some sort of investigation. You could lose a race. Then you could blame it on cancel oh, culture. Show her a lashalar, my offhand, and say. Ah, oh, yes, what a wonderful weapon. Yes, it is beautiful. It belonged it belonged to my teacher, Anfiren. But you probably do not know of the Code of Ramarden 
or the Order of Hermarden. I cannot say that I've ever heard of it, no. No, of course not. No one has. But... <laughs> Why should this be different? Why should I learn more? I mean, we are in a different country from where it's from, uh-huh. presumably. Just just of curiosity. Yes. How much would it cost to put an enchantment on this weapon that would, for example, increase the amount of damage it would do? So, um... Must a, a guiding, honing enchantment. Mm, I do not know what that means, but As yes. As if the enchantment would guide your weapon to strike more true. Ah. Um, Something of that nature, perhaps. So sharpen the blade and... Yes, I, I do not have a problem hitting the target. I just wish it to do more damage when it does. I think we could probably come up with something that would accomplish that, make it a bit more deadly. Yeah, it is hard work to do these things, much like creating the protection against such blows, finding ways to help the weapon cause them, Hmm. is equally time-consuming. Several weeks are required to make this happen, and depending on Materials it can range in price based on. May I see your blade for a moment? Yes. She takes your blade, studies it. I'm assuming that this is not magical. There is no magic in it. See, it is well made. She hands it back to you. So it should hold enchantment well. That shouldn't be difficulty. I would say this would probably cost slightly more than a thousand gold to hmm. accomplish what you are looking to do. Well, it is good to know the price. I I cannot afford that at the moment, but at some point in time, I may wish that to have. Well, of course. Yeah, drowning magic, we should always be here to assist you. But my name, and I do, First, for not having introduced myself earlier, is Rachel. With an A. Yes. <laughs> uh, two, as a matter of fact. Two A's? Where? <laughs> R-A-C-H-A-E. A-E. Well, thank you very much. I'll be here in two weeks. Yes. Are you staying somewhere in town? Company of Blades. Of course. Such esteemed adventurers are among us. The Company of Blades is a well-respected group, as you know. While she says that, I put the shoes on and I start walking around with them. (laughs) I tear another piece of pretzel (laughs) off my neck. (laughs) Very well respected, indeed. (laughs) If we finish early, many people ask for us by name. (laughs) I'm sure. Yes, if you can finish early, that would be fantastic. If we do, let you know. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I must attend to other enchantments. Oh. 
where okay. if you need anything else, any of the clerks in the store will be able to help you. Wonderful. You too. She walks into the back and business continues as usual. <clears throat> uh, just uh, as we walk out, I assume. I think we should maybe visit Todriana. I just remembered something that I might want to get from her. Oh, yes, the lady at the museum? Yes. Okay, are we nearby? I mean, everything's in town. It's all walkable, mm -hmm. though within a, you know, 30 to 45 minutes, uh, you can reach almost anywhere in town. Okay, and this is an okay time of the day to visit? It's fairly late in the day, as the the moon is quite low on the horizon, the sun is beginning to creep up. But Totriana, as you know, keeps odd hours. Yes. Nines, is that all right with you to visit the museum again? These shoes are so unwieldy. Who would want these? <laughs> when they're not extended, they're pretty comfortable shoes. But when they are... On cobblestone. They, they're incredibly hard to walk in. And uh, they do not extend your foot out. Uh -oh. They don't change the shape of your foot. <laughs> the horrible cracking noise of brain bones snapping if they extend. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -mm. So you don't, you have this like very long floppy sort of shoe front uh, moving ahead of you. They're, they're quite difficult to walk in. Do they expand sideways or just length? Oh no, it's like you know, kind of this big teardrop almost. <laughs> It'll make it great in front of you. For if we're walking on snow. Yes. However, the... No, they won't. <laughs> the noise that they make as they hit the pavement will certainly reduce your ability to be stealthy. That's an understatement. <laughs> In their extended form, you'll suffer quite a few penalties to stealth. I can't wait to see the art of this. <laughs> anyway, I retract them, and then we will continue on. <laughs> All you need to do to control their size is simply uh, wear them and then tap them three times and they go back and uh, forward and grow or shrink in size when you tap them. Now I have magic shoes and only cost me four copper. Hmm. I am best shopper. <laughs> that is excellent. This episode that is, is going to be absolutely stupid. I do believe that that is the best purchase you have made since the ocarina you had purchased. Well, so that is fantastic magical instrument that we did not verify. Yes. Someday we should take the time to find out about the ocarina's magic. Yes, we can do that sometime. But now we are busy and we must go to the... <laughs> to, to the, the museum. museum. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you. It takes about half an hour or so, well, from where you are to make it to city center, mm -hmm. where um, where the museum is. Mm -hmm. You find it uh, pretty easily. Todriana is cleaning up some messes inside. Mm. Um, you know, you had a tr you'd interrupted a robbery when you were last there. 
and quite a few things have been smashed during the the escape attempt by the would-be robber who you let go and uh, she's just kind of cleaning up the last bits of that map as you enter hi Tati oh hey hey everybody <clears throat> did you come back to like look at the museum or talk both I think right okay most people only want to do one <laughs> now multitasking we told Soloth, but I'm not sure if he's gotten back to you yet, but we found a lot of the stolen urban tech, and it was supposed to be returned to you. Oh, no, you know, well, I've been so busy the last couple of days. <sighs> you know, just acquiring new items, putting them away, finding new security measures. I haven't talked to Soli since I last saw him. Oh, yeah, so I call him. Yeah, he will hate it when I start calling him that. <laughs> I just had a quick question. Uh-huh. Would it be possible for me to get one of those shielding boxes about yay big that protects you from vervin? I mean, sure, but what do you want it for? Uh, curiosity? Mm-hmm. Not dying? you have a fervent crystal? Maybe. Plus, we are very good at this being <laughs> subtle thing. Well, who's she going to tell? Soloth? I don't think so. Yes! Yes, Soli. everybody. <laughs> Soli. I have in my oregano pouch. <laughs> Your irradiated oregano pouch. I will pull out the black crystal. Right? Sure. Well, hang on. She... Uh, runs to the back real quick and then comes out with some thick goggles, like <laughs> a big black vest, some some like gloves, and how how long is I it? I take I take three <laughs> or four steps away from Sorry. <laughs> it's been an oregano, don't worry. You made us something with oregano in it recently. This is several uh, times. Uh, you handed her the the black gem. Yeah. I not. Oh. He holds it up to the light, just kind of looking at it, seeing if light refracts. And for the first time, because you hadn't studied this much, you notice that as, you know, the light in here is rather dim, the air musty, and <laughs> the dust motes are constantly floating. But you notice that this light, the light hitting this, really too much. Very matte. Doesn't go through. It's not refracting anything. Yeah, it's it's crystal in its like appearance, but it doesn't seem to be behaving that way at all. Huh. Where did you find that? It went in the warehouse. If I've never seen anything like this before. Found it in the warehouse? Yeah, the thieves. What was it with? Well, it was with a sphere. Do you have the sphere? 
You've been carrying them. I've been carrying them. Yes, yes. I have, I have that which contained the the crystal. I'll take it out of my backpack and show it to her. Hmm. Now, did you find the crystal in the sphere? Yes, but it was open. This crystal, this, see, these are called drive orbs or drive engines. They're among the more common pieces of fervent tech that are still around and not working. They, they're small power sources that can, you know, power most basic machinery. A lot of families around here use them to either uh, create sprinkler systems or move a mill wheel. Um, you know, they're a substitute that, that replaces other sources of energy often. Or can power something that we've never been able to do. They're fairly easy to maintain because it's just the crystal. And as long as it's inside of its sphere, whatever it's designed to be plugged into, that particular sphere at least, it powers itself. They require very little maintenance. But all of those crystals are shaped a certain way, cut in a certain fashion. They all look the same. And one crystal from one drive orb to another is indiscernible. This isn't a drive orb sphere, like crystal, it just isn't. This is something else. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything like this. Hardly a, you know, a foremost expert on this. There's plenty more in the Fervent Guard that have seen a lot more than I have. For all, most of my time is spent dealing with more mundane and everyday objects. But... Whatever you have, this is something that you shouldn't let see. This is different. You didn't see it. But... No, I I wouldn't want to put you in any danger. <laughs> but be careful with this. And be careful who knows. Because there's a lot of people in this world that want to figure out what happened with all the fervent tech. They, they want to understand. Some are trying to do their best and restore it, like the fervent guard. These are less, well, good-willed. Be careful, and here, she pulls out a black shielding box and places this crystal inside. Um, for your own protection, I'm gonna put a special ceiling clamp around this. That would be great. And she pulls out this um, kind of two-pieced mechanism one goes underneath and the other goes on top. And these brackets sort of slide into matching halves on each side. And then she turns some simple locks. There's, there's nothing about this that's like gonna stop someone from taking it. It's just to make sure it doesn't open. And how long would you say would be dangerous if you were to carry it around unshielded? <laughs> Well, almost any amount of time could be considered dangerous, but, <laughs> but um, 
No, I... What if you ate food that was prepared with things it was sitting on for long periods of time? I can't say. The, the energy that powers these crystals is unpredictable from one crystal to the next. But we know enough where uh, a few weeks exposure to a small one that could make you fairly ill. It would take a lot longer than that to cause real damage to you. But a crystal like this, I don't know. <clears throat> well, thank you for that. Would we be okay leaving her the shell that this came in? Well, I do I do ask some questions. Of course. This, you said that this is not a drive crystal. No. But it was inside of this Fear. orb and it has other things, gears and cogs and things. Is this a drive? Oh, or yes. is this an unusual thing also? No, the, the sphere and the other pieces, they're all part of a, you know, drive orb. Mm -hmm. the, those are all, well, for as much as Fervent Tech gets, they're all pretty standard. Nothing oh. about that seems unusual. Do you, um, do you recognize the crest on the orb? He picks it up and takes a look at it. I also have it written down in my mm -hmm. journal. Hand, hmm. it's based on this. It it's probably from a family here in Nordfeld. It's got some pretty typical like Nordfeld family symbols, I like all the the tree, branch, and leaf sort of filigree that's around it. That's pretty common to find on a lot of family crests here. It's sort of a signature for this region, but. I'm not that good at knowing all the family crests. There's <laughs> dozens and dozens of families. I haven't seen this one around. I can tell you it's not the Sveigelds. Let's see. We also had a second orb, right? We have two. Well, we had two normal orbs. Mm -hmm. The open one mm -hmm. with the black cube and a rectangular box. Okay. Fervent box. Right. And we They're... gave one of the orbs to Ludorf. One of the regular orbs. Mm -hmm. Well, I also have a second orb and a box that I have been carrying. Um, these also have crests or sigils. Do you do you recognize any of them on the orb or the box? Uh, she examines the other sphere that you guys have still. Hmm. How I've seen this symbol around. Hi, I know it's one of the families here in town. Now, I don't know which one. Like I said, I'm not very good at recognizing mm -hmm. all the family crests. Uh, it's not the Sveigelts, but it's one of the other families in the area for sure. You know, if you take it over to uh, the finest prince, he should be able to tell you what Otto. He should uh, know who these are uh, belonging to. Mm -hmm. The rectangular box, grabbing that now. Oh! Although, there's nothing super powerful in here, as far as Ferventech is considered. <clears throat> this is actually kind of a rare piece. Here, let me show you. She takes her fingers and pulls them down the side, uh, the longer sides of the rectangular box, and then it just pops open. <laughs> and one 
One of the short sides is hinged, and inside you see a very strange set of what look to be tools. This is a maintenance box. These were distributed, you know, by hundreds and thousands back in the day when Fervin was still experimenting with all this stuff, and they're part of standard issue maintenance sets. They always like to have a little bit of flair. That's why they seal shut when you close them. But once you know how to open them, I'll open the same way. These are maintenance tools, and they can be used to maintain just about anything in here. But mostly these were put out for utility workers who would be taking care of lights and larger you know, power generation systems that were used in the north. Most of those are lost, though. It's few and far between when we yeah, find an old power station. What does have like a giant blue crystal in them that's like, you know, bigger than Ulsa. Yeah, Sully was telling me about you guys' uh, first little foray into the Fervent Wilds. That's a power station. They're very rare and extremely dangerous. The amount of energy that's produced there is overwhelming. And if the crystals become unstable, Really terrible things can happen if they crack. Is this uh, toolbox a complete set? Mm, looks to be. Yeah, I'd have to take a closer examination. When you look inside, there's several dozen tools in there, all of various sizes. They're all just kind of like laid out um, on top of each other. Looks like it's missing the sorting trays, but that's pretty common. The sorting trays were just little wood brackets. After this long, uh, most of the woods rotted away or turned to dust. So it's incredibly rare that we find any with those. So it's not surprising to see them all loose like this. But it seems to be complete. Just, you know, she's pulling out items, just kind of looking at them casually. Did you find anything else? Uh, we have a lamp head. Oh! What? Do you share the lamp head? Yeah, yeah, the okay. piece of the lamp. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, these weren't used much here in Nordfeld, but in a lot of the cities and some of the roads, so when we expanded the Fervin Wilds, as we call it now, well, these were what lit the way, quite literally. And they're not too rare, at least in places like Whitfeld. They're all over the place. I'm kind of surprised they're still working. And there's some that you can find in Drogmara. They actually use quite a few of these over in Krebstadt. Think of it. But, um, you know, well, they're still interesting. I actually have a working one in the back that I like to have on for mood lighting. Well, do you want me to continue to carry these Wait, or shall we leave what? them here? Ah. Well. <laughs> Perhaps Use when... for what? <laughs> oh, well, let, see, the neat thing... Do you actually mind if I show you this? Sure. She's grabbing the lantern. Here, we have a little bit of fervent power in this facility. And she goes behind her sort of clerk counter 
and pulls out a few cables and snap and then twist them into place. And she presses a little button on the underside of the lamp and it comes to life, much like you had seen in Whitfeld. They have this sort of odd greenish color light that you've only ever seen produced by these lamps. And it's making the little whirring and buzzing noises that you grew so familiar with in Whitfeld. You can actually change the color of the lights. Most people never know this. And she reaches around the front and spins this little, like, kind of turnstile almost underneath the lamp. And indeed, the light is changing color. And it's going through all these different colors of uh, all color temperatures of white from of a cold yellow to a, a really hot blue. You can even get into some other sort of odd colors. And it's now producing like purples and violets and blues, really vivid colors. I find, and she turns it to this very pleasing um, red sort of light, very warm feeling. I find that this makes a really nice reading light when I'm trying to study up on something. So I keep one in the back. Hmm. Wow. What I would maybe think is, why don't mm -hmm. we keep the complete orb? Because that might be worth something to the family that owns it. Mm -hmm. And we can maybe do the same with the box, unless we want to give it to Tati. Well, if it belongs to somebody in town, we should return it to them. Yes. Because it apparently had been stolen. But, I but think, otherwise, yes. But I think we could leave the lamp and the empty sphere here with her. Yes. yes. The place that got robbed. They got new security. <laughs> yes, would good? these, would these yeah. be safe if we yeah. left them here? I mean, arguably safer than before. Uh, the Sveigwelds paid for some security enchantments to be uh, put on our doors and windows to, to help keep the place safe. They were honestly more worried about me. So <laughs> the windows now shock anyone who tries to open them. Why don't we leave them all here? You have copies of the of the crests. Yes. If we find the families to whom they belong, we can come and return them. Um, otherwise, oh, sure. we can come back and talk about how to uh, what to do with them. But I'll hold on to the black cube. I think that sounds fine. I'm more than happy to help return any stolen items. It's something we unfortunately are kind of used to around here. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people have fervent and tech stolen because pretty valuable Probably stuff. Probably by the Thieves Guild. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to believe the rumors, but well, after what I've seen and you guys catching that one, pretty sure there's a well, an active uh, Thieves Guild in you know. <laughs> I do believe we have fun. disrupted a, a parts of it. A at least one of their camps. Well, I oh, think... great. Hmm. Yeah. Because we're still looking for the leader. <laughs> well, why don't we see if Hartfeld, we can get to him before he closes. And then go back to the company house to sleep and talk to Soloth. Yes, I agree. And then, and then 
Or, yeah, whatever. And then perhaps tomorrow we may pay a visit to Ludorf. <laughs> All right, so. Let's not go to guy that tried to kill us. Where do you guys want to go first? The finest prince. Okay. All right, well, hey, if there's anything else that I can help you with, just let me know. And uh, be careful. Oh, actually, you know what you should take? Huh? Get, hang on. She runs to the back and comes out with these large gloves that look just like the ones she's wearing. Here, they're protective. So if you're handling any fervent stuff, just handle it with those. Great, right, thank you. Since you're dealing mm-hmm. with so much of it right now, I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. That's wonderful. Thank you, Toddy. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to take care of each other. All right. Let's hurry over to the finest prince. Thank you, Toddy. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. She's kind of like jumping up into the window. <laughs> She's a gnome. She's waving. I hope she doesn't touch it. She doesn't want to get shocked. <laughs> Maybe she does. We no. just hear this. Zip. <laughs> so. Finest prince. The finest prince, you you have to ask for directions a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's out in the westernmost outskirts of the city. Is it by the lake? <laughs> I mean, everything on the westernmost outskirts of the city, the west side of the city is like by default near the lake. So sort of, it's not on the waterfront or anything like that. It's mm. uh, on the northwestern sort of territory and it's near the more industrial parts. Mm. And it's a tent. You come to this shop, and much like the rest of the city, it's got this sort of um, half timber style construction. No, but there's a very elegant looking brick storefront with high windows. And it's all very clean looking, elegant. And in front of the door, there's actually a little square of red carpet. And the the door them, themselves have very elegantly curved handles. And the, the glass... <laughs> the glass is tinted just slightly darker, this is a very large so it's hard pencil. to see in. It's like it's a It's attached to a large workshop behind it. This is the scene that you come to. Oh, it's pretty late, but knock, knock, knock. Or is it open? Open. It when you knock, a little. It looks like two very bright fireflies. Is that this place is like fancy? Very. Zoom out and it's almost as fancy as me. And they start almost, especially with your large shoes. Hissing almost in the air as these two little. Orbs of light, like I said, are reminiscent of fireflies. Start writing things out in the air. It gives the hours of operation, which you realize we're just outside by a couple hours at this point, since the sun is, you know, about 
15, 20 degrees up in the sky. Oh, very late. We're willing to pay extra. The <laughs> hours of operation just sort of hover in front of you. And then once they are completed, they write out, thank you for your patience. You should use your thieves tools and see if you can just get us in. All right, I use my thieves tools. <laughs> okay then. It's <laughs> um, good practice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I go ahead and guidance <laughs> and roll uh, basically a dexterity check because here's bardic inspiration. You're not proficient oh, in tools yet. Twenty-three. You start moving the tumblers behind this, and you're actually feeling really confident uh, that you've got the lock here. When all of a sudden, now one of these little lights that you'd seen before kicks your tools out of <laughs> the lock and like back into your hands and comes out and now a flurry of lights somehow animating a little hand going <laughs> you didn't say the magic word oh let us say the uh, magic uh, word uh uh uh, uh. <laughs> alright well swordfish <laughs> Nothing happened. Oh. I guess we missed. Uh... No, that means that we must come back tomorrow to yeah. do that. Is there anything else we can do now that the night day the, that the town is going to sleep? Well, we probably need to report to Soloth. Ah, yes. Oh, it will be Dromar. difficult to tell Zoloth about Dromar. Yeah, but we need to do it. Back to the company house. Okay. Nines, is there anything else you wish to do? No, I'm tired. I want to take a nap. Can, can, one of you, can one of you help me with this pretzel? <laughs> I'm getting so full. <laughs> yes, I will eat some pretzel. No. <laughs> I do not wish to have the dipping sauce, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other side. <laughs> On the way back. I assume it's like a baguette and <laughs> thickness or something. No. No? No. It's, I mean, it's like a thick. But it's just long. Just long. It's very, very long. Mm -hmm. On the way back, I finished the, my third of the pretzel or however much is left. All right. You get, uh, you know, there's a fair bit of size difference between Soria and you. You got slightly less than half mm -hmm. of this. So... Um, yeah, finish it. Yeah. You've had quite a bit of pretzel. But I didn't have anything to eat all day. <laughs> you guys have oh, your own pretzel. Except like, for the fried pretzel on a You, you didn't have home. breakfast, you walked for several hours, missed lunch, and then had kind of a, you know, late pretzel dinner. Day. And the only thing that you've had is pretzel and a lot of it was <laughs> dipping sauce. And so, you've had a admittedly quite bad mead light. <laughs> it wasn't good. 
It tasted like water. <laughs> yeah. Well, bad and water. We, and we still didn't manage to get to all the shops we wanted to go to on time. I mean, you guys did arrive at like noon. It was late in the day. 2 a.m.? Yeah. This would have been enough, you know, a little past dinner time <clears throat> when you guys got in. Okay. Well, we go back to the. Uh... The company. Remember, Nines, he doesn't, he probably doesn't want to be called Sully. It will help soften blow that Fromar is criminal and taken away. <laughs> ah, yeah. Wait. An active. <laughs> we return. Sully, good buddy. Fromar is no longer here. He is criminal. <laughs> they just say that. <laughs> well, I'll let you lead the talking to him then. <laughs> yes. Since you seem to have the subtlety down very you have well. It, you have the whole thing prepared, so yes. I don't want to get on. Okay. Almost as good as by stocks. <laughs> you, you enter the company house. And again, the steward in training is at the desk. Yeah. Oh, hey! Hey, uh, ooh, uh, Hello, everyone. Hello. What was your name again? <laughs> Steward and Dream. Uh, I'm seeing if I'll slip up. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't actually write down the names of mostly inconsequential NPCs. Well, they also know, aren't supposed to give us their names, so, from what I understand. No, they are not supposed to give you their real names. They're supposed to be Steward. But... They're in training, so I want to go, what's your name again? <laughs> um, you may address me looking now to the trainer for approval as Steward? And it's just nodding. Steward. <laughs> steward. Oh, okay. The steward's name is Stuart? Ah, is, that uh, is easy to remember. Commander Solothan. Um. Yes, he's in. Excellent. We have official business with him. Oh, um, I think he's asleep. Do you need me to rouse him? Hmm. No, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> the the steward in training just goes. Oh, okay. And the <laughs> steward trainer just has like wide, hor horrified eyes right now. Is he, is the steward to training gonna stop us? Doesn't seem like that. And make it so. Does he lock his door? Don't worry, I'll handle it. <laughs> <laughs> just look away <laughs> oh is that what it in this case yes <laughs> uh we're gonna go over there then mm -hmm. all right the door is for the record not locked oh oh i was gonna try and lock it <laughs> i mean you can try to lock it no, that seems stupid <laughs> all right it's your time to shine nines make sure your uh, shoes are big <laughs> <laughs> and your head is smart. <laughs> Done. 
I don't actually widen my shoes. <laughs> Which is a phrase I get to say now. Are they, wait, do you have the shoes in or out? They're in because we were walking. Oh, right. And apparently I cannot walk with them. Well. Not well. Not well. And no. you make a lot of noise. So like movement speed halved or something. It, so we can't you're just, just sort of unstable. If you'd like. Mm -hmm. do, you want, do you want to knock? It would be hard to <laughs> Or shall we just walk in? Oh, this is Nine's uh, operation. I, I have a history of knocking on doors I shouldn't be knocking on. So I knock on the door. <laughs> Soloff, we have mission reports. Uh, okay. Uh, at the first knock, nothing's nothing seems to happen. I knock again and then shout, Soloff, we have mission report from favorite soldiers. Mercenaries. Mercenaries. Uh, who's uh, who's there? Solely, it's us. At that, you hear um, <laughs> kind of a a quick thump, and then some stomping over to the door, and so <laughs> uh, you know, like a rips open the door, just like what? Bad news: Stromar was kidnapped by royal guard. I'm aware. Is that what you woke me up for? That's not everything. Oh no, there's something about fervent tech that's bad too. Wait. He, he's sort of massaging his forehead and just like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, fervent tech, what are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> well, Soria has all that stuff. <laughs> this connection brought to you by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Company that awoke the team. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. Great <laughs> it is. Timing. I mean, that's what you pay yeah. for your internet connection. So well, since since uh, nines is a blurry uh, still right now. <laughs> yeah, it just started up crashing. I would like old Seth to take over. Yes, I am taking over. Um. I will explain. We had been in the sewers, became weird rats. Found a murder cult. Yes, a hideous murder cult. Um, what? A murder cult? The... Uh, if you wish, sorry, I can show oh, yeah. you. That. No, <laughs> no. We'll debrief in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Is there anything critical I need to know now? Yes, Jomar has been abducted by the Royal Guard, but you said you know that. Yes, the... The, the guard informed me uh, shortly after you all left that morning. They traced him here. Not hard to find. Well, we are most distressed. You do not seem to be bothered. I certainly enjoyed Dromar being around. However, I'm. Insight check. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe him. 22. Uh, he seems to be telling the truth. Oh, whoa. Wow. Does he like us, too? <laughs> I mean, wasn't... We didn't ask. You didn't I know. Ask. Oh, not, it's more, <laughs> that was more rhetorical I, than I, I saw. Rhetorical, yeah. 
It woke me up from sleeping. Of course it upset me. Yeah, I don't like it when any of my recruits are taken by the guards, but I can't help other people's actions from before they got here, or even after they do. Well, there's not much that we can do to help him right now. It's the royal guard and the Ulfstein family. I don't know what he was thinking, getting himself into this, but... We think he was framed. Knowing him, knowing the people who have it out for the Ulfsteins, possible. Mm-hmm. It was always a bit too trusting in my, at least from what I saw. So, it is unfortunate. It's never easy. But now, woken up in the middle of the night. So, well, it is not quite the middle. It's only like, say, for example, the first third. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. You are welcome. Yes, he loves semantics uh, right now. I do. I do wish to be precise in something. Is there <laughs> pressing? Super duper uh, pressing. I I believe that we have had, we have found many things in the sewers, and and wish to tell you about them. They may be of interest. Okay. But I don't think that the city is going to immediately explode or anything. No. That's a good answer. As long I as like you are not answer. abducted by the murder cult. Wait, they can do that? <laughs> Probably. This. I mean, we only saw the one like, room with the murder uh, cult. Uh, okay, <laughs> stop talking about murder cults. Don't need that right before I try to sleep. <laughs> Alright, don't look well, at this yeah. page. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Definitely don't want to look at the ruins. <laughs> we shall debrief about everything that you've encountered tomorrow. And we will talk it through, up with a plan. And make sure that we're safe. Mm. We are very good at plan no, starting. <laughs> we... I've been there enough to know. <laughs> Our plans are almost... We are good at executing plans. Yes, our plans are always well executed. And the people. He says as he's shutting the door <laughs> in your face. Have a pretzel day. <laughs> I do things like that. And he just oh, shuts, the, gets it. shuts the door. You hear it lock this time. Mm. And... Oh, tool. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you kind of hear his thumping as he goes back to it. He did not seem to be very welcoming. He scared Nine stiff. Yes. <laughs> Nine's not that you can see this, but your image is completely frozen on our end. But well, we can hear you. Your audio is coming through fine. So, so, at the moment, you're the world's greatest ventriloquist. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't have a dummy. Or wow. maybe he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we should probably sleep, too. We have a busy day ahead of us. Yes. We have a lot to share with Solas. Uh, yes, have yes, we have much to... Stolen military to technology. We have much to find out. Uh, and we have, we have contracts that we have not yet fulfilled. Yes. And we need to talk in heartfelt about a lot of different things because I'm very curious about 
which house had the sphere with the black cube in it. Mm-hmm. And the other sphere and the box. And perhaps he even will will identify something about the the uh, griffin. Yes. Or perhaps he knows something about the, the Order of Remarden. We do not. Th- this may be a very good, good visit. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious why we kept putting it off now that we say it out loud. <laughs> well, mainly because we were turning into weird rats down in the sewer. That's true. Yes. All and right. talking to frogs. Well, let's hit the late night buffet. And correcting the spelling for the thieves. Have some. It was very busy time. Yeah. And we'll probably get murdered in our sleep by eventual thieves guild members. You never know. Mm-hmm. Eventually that may happen. Yeah. But we have an early warning system now. Well, let's hit up the late night buffet and go to bed. Have an early morning. Mm-hmm. See if we had a pretzel day. Okay. But that sounds very good. They may have fritters yet. As you all bed down yes. for the evening. Roll a d20. I would like, before I do this... Yes. I want to spend... Like an hour before going to bed, or I, I will say as much time as is safe, attempting to study the ruin, the runes in my book. Um. Okay. Well, as much time as is safe is as long as you can keep your brain in order, basically. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll have you. We'll make a couple of checks here. Okay. All of them will be. Wisdom saves. All right. Uh, roll your first one. Not great. Um, nine. You take five points of psychic great. damage Oof. as the runes just burn into your soul almost. I cast cure wounds on myself. Okay. I heal that back. Okay. I will keep trying. Go ahead. Nat 20. All right. 27. You're able to spend with with that. You're able to spend about a half hour studying uh, while resisting the pain that it caused. It's... um, it's still uncomfortable, and you take one point of psychic damage over the time, and it feels kind of like a migraine headache, is how best I would describe that. But it, it's relatively safe, as you've studied this, for a half hour. Okay, I'm trying to just discern what the nature of these runes are. Okay. Do you want to keep trying? You you haven't really in the amount of time that you spent, you've learned very little about their origin or where they could come from. But you've never seen anything like this. And when you're trying to look at them, it, it's almost like the shape can't exist in, in our world. Like, every time you look at it, something seems to be shifting at the edges of your vision. Wherever you focus, something seems to move a little bit. 
Well, I think I'm going to need more outside information before I can get much further on these, so I'll stop. Okay. And then I'll go to him. Okay. Um, make your pretzel day roll. Oh, right. Can I have guidance? This is not a skill check. Oh. <laughs> well. Twelve. Uh, I had a, uh, I did not have a very good pretzel day. Two. Uh, Those tuna uh, pretzels are not sitting well, and I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the best pretzel day? So the, the tuna pretzels aren't going well. Um, you're... Your pretzel on a stick just wasn't, it just wasn't fulfilling. Mm -mm. You you thought it'd be a great idea, but, you know, the longer you went at it, the more you kind of, it's like when you're having like a, like a rock candy stick thing. Like the, the first part of it's pretty fun, great, but then you get down <laughs> a little ways and you you don't have a choice other than like a straight on the side and it just sort of made a mess. It, it, you know, p great potential, uh, kind of poor execution. I was very excited about the fried pretzel on the stick, but unfortunately, it was either a very bad idea or a very good idea badly executed. Uh, sorry, uh, your your very large pretzel was quite filling, um, but bland. The most interesting part was the dipping sauce, which you found to be fine. Nah, none of you, none of you had a present. Mm. Unfortunately. Anyway, I sleep in front of Soloff's room, <laughs> just like right against the door. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> he is going to wake up. Is he going to wake up to a little bit of cat barf? Is that what he's going to wake up to? <laughs> you know, that out of the sound of it. Just doing a pretzel. Just the sound of our. <laughs> That's what he's gonna wake up to. Like, oh god, no! <laughs> I mean, hey, if I do Nines is up. back. He's moving again. Uh -huh. hey. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Hey. There we go. Oh. And our cat just pushed the monitor into the shot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our cat did. <laughs> Thank you, Tabaxi God. All hail it, Tabaxi God. <laughs> on, on the wonderful note of one cat rejoining us and another screwing up our shot, mm -hmm. to, as you go to bed, we will. Our cat call is sleeping right in front of you, just like you are sleeping in front of the door. Yeah. <laughs> and when you wake tomorrow, we'll have further discussions about the murder cults in the sewers mm -hmm. and what happened with Dromar and what Olaf's reaction is. And maybe you'll find out if he actually like you all. Mm. Who knows? Not after Mike uh, uh, waking him up. He doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> maybe. So um, thank you again to uh, everyone who joined us today. Yeah, stay safe out there. We love you. And have a pretzel week. day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.